action. Don't laugh! This ain't reality TV! I take this action! That movie's stuck! Can we get serious now? It's the Fortress Film Society on The Chad Duke Show. You will do better tonight. It is the Fortress Film Society, courtesy of the Chad Duke Show. Thank you for joining us. I met this afternoon, of course. <laughs> That's when we're doing this. It is your Thursday afternoon. Enjoy. I am Shoot, broadcasting live from the Fortress of Solid Dudes, a beautiful dive in Old Town Fairfax, courtesy of Monk's Barbecue. Delicious and nutritious. That's what I say. Monk's Barbecue in Percival. Protein's good for you. 251 North 21st Street, Percival, VA. If you're a man, you got them big thighs. I got plenty of starches, too. Jim Daddy is here. Hello, Jim Daddy. Hey, there, boy. Hey, there, boy. There's Loud Goat. Yeah. Hello, Loud Goat. Hello, and good evening. I promise I've only tried to force one of the people in the studio out of their chairs this evening. I came in, and uh, Kevin Smith had his feet up in the uh, what I like to call the Oscar position. And... Uh, <laughs> I was like, wow, he's real comfortable. I was like, I'm wondering why Goat isn't leaning his penis against his shoulder to get him out of his chair. So you've, you've sworn off of that? I mean, I, I tried with Kevin just because he looked too comfortable. Yeah. But yes, that is uh, that was the first and last time I, I ever did it intentionally. And I'm never going to do it to anyone ever again, I promise. Uh, there's a comment from Uncle Bud in the chat. Goat and I are showing up early to bully Money Monk some more at the next event. <laughs> big bullies. I would just give a little bit of knowledge to my buddy Monk. If if the two big bullies that you're going to reference <laughs> are Goat and Uncle Bud, you might you're not going to come across all that bullied. Yeah, if I we just think. stand awkwardly looming near you, and that counts as bullying. <laughs> Making I, yeah. barbecue. That's generally what they're doing. Uh, Lottie Dottie, we like to party. The Tube is in the building as well. Hello, Tube. Made it here, narrowly escaping the flats of Belfast. Ah, seventy one. My so. goodness. Happy to be here and safe. I barely escaped Stephen Belfast whenever he has six Budweisers. <laughs> I, <it's, laughs> I talked to him a little bit. He's from uh, North, Northern Ireland, and, uh, and of course, that whole period of time is like you know everybody's just kind of ingrained in their culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I asked him specifically. I said, "How close do they get?" And he's like, "From everything I know, um, it's pretty goddamn close." So it'll be interesting. Of course, we're talking about a goat's movie. We have three movies tonight that we will be discussing for you, which is uh, fun. Uh, goat's movie is it seventy one or seventy one? Seventy one. Seventy one. I, I always want to say seventy two, which was about uh, the troubles in uh, Ireland, which um, was uh, wild. And then uh, Megan, which was out in the movie theater, the android sex movie. And then um, uh-huh. that's, that's one description I guess I've seen <laughs> yeah, for it. But. Yeah. And then uh, I got all drunk up and I, I saw the man who shot Liberty Valance, I think on HBO Max. I don't even remember. I said, we're going to fucking we got to talk about it. <laughs> and the boys, of course, uh, acquiesced. I think uh, uh, I think you'd already seen it, Donnie. Yeah. You already seen it. Go? I hadn't seen it as an adult. Yeah. I started it drunk one night and I think it came up on the show, actually, but I never I don't remember all of it. Yeah. So it was fresh eyes for me. Yeah, it was um, an easy sell as far as a, a rewatch for Dottie and myself. Yeah, I, yeah, which I, I'm glad. I'm glad because I, I oftentimes I plague you guys during the week. We got to talk about this too. I'm really into this now. <laughs> uh, like some mongoloid. So I appreciate that. Um, I'd also like to announce if you we're going to review our first book on the next episode of the Fortress Film Society. It is called The Deep by Mr. Nick Cutter. 
So if you want to check that out, I would suggest you uh, order it for Butcher Cabin Books in Louisville, Kentucky, but you can do whatever you like. It is uh, a grim tale, I will say. If you're a fan of Michael Crichton's Sphere, it kind of uh, doggy paddles in some of those waters, I would say. Um, if you'd like to read that book and then be a part of that discussion, we're going to do that the next time around as well. Boys, if you don't mind, i got to take care of a little business. Chester, hit it if you don't mind. Oh, yes. Yes, there it is. Don't pull that cord out of the laptop. That's what started all the trouble. Boy, that, that's a nice fade on that bad boy right there. Let's try to fade that music up next time right there. I feel like it's Jim Carrey dancing in the mask with Cameron Diaz right now. <laughs> this is the Tikiaki Orchestra Goat. Mm. If you have any time... Boot them up on Spotify. You will not regret it. Oh, they, they are tremendous. This Saturday at Commonwealth Dry Goods, we're going to be warming up the winner. I just posted the pictures. Jimmy J was nice enough to drive up to Busties in Rosedale Mellon, which is the worst place on earth, and pick up all the tanks, all the sweatshirts, all the tees. We got the candles. We got the beach towels. We got the bumper stickers. We got so much fun stuff. Real fun beachy colors. Kind of a Miami Vice vibe. You can check it out at Commonwealth Dry Goods. All that shit will be available on Saturday. So we're warming it up over there. My wife bought a big inflatable palm tree. You can't go wrong there. <laughs> I think the skeleton might be holding it. I have no idea. So come on by. That'll be this Saturday. I'll be working from 12 to 5. And uh, we had our best month we've ever had in December. And January has been the worst month we have ever had in the well. five years of the show. So walked around outside today. Probably makes sense. So we're trying to go out with a bang. Come on by. You can pick yourself up a Chattanooga Church soundtrack or a Founders Fiesta 2 poster as well. We'd love to see you. I'll be there all day. Fade now, Jimmy. Fade. Yeah, there we go. I like that. Oh, boy. He kind of treated that fucking music like the Blues Brothers treated that shopping mall. <laughs> right through the fucking <laughs> right end of there. Disco pants and haircuts. How great was it that there was a car dealership in that shopping mall? Fantastic. Pier 1 Imports. This place has everything. <laughs> what a great movie. It's um, time to revisit it. I think so. I, every couple of months, I like to, to pop on Blues uh, Blues Brothers. It never gets old. Uh, where are we at? Go. I think we should do your movie first. Should that seems reasonable. As, as protocol, I think, dictates, we do the official selection first. And your protocol's number one fan. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I've got t-shirts and everything. It's a whole, uh, it's a whole thing. Uh, my motion picture selection for the Fortress Film Society was 2014's 71, and that's 71 with an apostrophe indicating mm. 1971 in case uh, there was any sort of ambiguity or other movies named 71 out there. Uh, directed by uh, Jan Demange and uh, written by Gregory Burke, and it starred a lot of people whose names did not uh, ring any bells. No. Uh, however, one of the supporting roles that uh, is uh, stuck out to me, I was like, boy, I... Really recognize that dead-eyed kid from somewhere, and it's uh, oh, yeah. Barry Cowgan, who might be Cogan. one of the more, yeah, and he might be one of the uh, more up-and-coming people right now, as he was, I believe, the unseen Joker in uh. The Batman, which yeah. is either a plus or a minus, depending <laughs> on what your opinion of anything is, but still, he's, he seems to have uh, a, big role. A, a big upward swing in momentum as far as his career is concerned, and there were some other people I'd recognized from other things as that guy, uh, especially in more European-centric productions Quick over asterisk. the years. I had a, a little birdie told me that uh, it's looking like not only did Top Cut Maverick get a Best Picture nomination, but also Banshees of Inishirin also. It right, did. The yeah. Academy yeah. Awards, is best, that true? Best Director, Best That's Original Screenplay. Farrell got nominated. Gleason got nominated. The woman that played the sister got nominated. Are they nominated both for supporting, or is one of them... Farrell's more... lead, Gleason is supporting. I don't know how you make that call. It I must just it. be They've screen time. Yeah. yeah. I think they did it with The Departed. Who's the main character in that movie? Right. 
I think, the town. I think it's Colin Farrell. I think you'd argue it's the sister. She's the one that gets out. You know, like she, they're still in there, butt fucking, and like yeah. you know, you, you <laughs> she just, might have the the biggest development arc as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's weird. Sorry, I sidetracked you there. Go apologies. But no, and, and there's, uh, but there is not a single performance in '71 that I can uh, cast a side eye at. It was riveting from start to finish, in my opinion, and it's the story of. A young and disoriented British soldier accidentally abandoned by his unit following a riot on the deadly streets of Belfast. Um, he starts out with a nice little montage of him and his brother, uh, I guess his younger brother, in an orphanage, it seems. Uh, there's no real conclusion. I mean, I can only imagine that's sure. the building that he's at because the old man working in the place says kids have to be back by five, all angry, before he's deployed off to uh, take care of a situation in Belfast that quickly goes a bit awry. It's, it was funny, I thought, that, and remember how we were talking about, because it's the same themes were being addressed in Banshees of Anishra, and also it's like, we think of conflict as like Gettysburg, like this grand mm-hmm. thing, like storming the beaches of Normandy, yeah. and this is just a riot, and you get separated for five seconds, and at the randomness of it, I thought was really effective, starting with the dickhead commanding officer saying well we're wearing berets we certainly don't want to wear helmets and mm-hmm. upset everybody like they're already upset yeah <laughs> make sure nobody dies out there yeah. today so that part was really intriguing to me go like how random kind of getting into the plot of the movie was yeah it really painted a picture of how and i i kind of lo- not lamented i remarked to myself about this as i was watching it i said we're kind of fortunate Mm. over here uh especially in the day and age that we've been living in that we can look at conflict like you said we look at conflict as either something that was huge it happened in the past as an isolated incidents or we look and go like well that's happening somewhere else or that's happening over there the things that happen over here are generally self-contained and this is every day of your entire life not knowing when something absolutely insane is going to happen to the degree like you you never know when somebody's going when there's a mob that's going to form sure. when uh, some sort of crazy terrorist activity is going to happen and you're just it becomes the fabric of your everyday life like when they're just looking out the window and there's explosions and there's just the sound of gunfire off in the distance you're and, in bags and they're just kind of like the people that live there are just kind of like well there it is yeah it's not even it's even closer than in banshees where you saw the conflict across the water where they'd see something explode and they'd be like, Oh, they're over there fighting again. It wasn't there in town. It was just, this was just immersed from start to finish. And you had that sense of tension as the backdrop for everything that happened. I mean, Banshees being 50 years prior to this, this taking place, I think Banshees was like 1915 in the, or 1970 in the 20s or, or like yeah. maybe in the 20s. Um, I, I, I really, and I mean, this is how it was, right? You didn't, you can't really like tell visually who was on what side and, you know, as the audience, that also kind of puts you in the shoes of the main character, like the British soldier. He doesn't really know who's on what side. He can only tell based on, like, what direction someone's running in and, like, who's, right. who's firing a gun and who's retreating towards what neighborhood. And, I mean, that – I think it really works through most of this movie is a lot of times you're like, wait, like, is that – you know, is this a, a loyalist or is this a member of the IRA? And sometimes it takes dialogue or, like, a, an action to really figure that out. And um, I – I think it, it's very respectful towards the audience, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lesser movie would, maybe they'd be wearing like pins or, or, or hats or something like that. It does really seem authentic. And I mean, 
dude, it's a panic attack for an hour and yeah. forty minutes. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking strange. But in a good way. It reminded great way. It reminded if Crank was a real movie, it would be this movie. <laughs> like, well, that's like, what it reminds or hardcore Harry. You know, like one of those yeah. movies we yeah. watched recently where it's just nonstop action. The the sequence with Little Man where they go into the Protestant bar oh. is is so first of all, that character's great. And the way he's like talking to the guys at the checkpoint. I and, wish I'd had that kid's confidence yeah, at any yeah. point in my entire life. <laughs> it's just the way he's talking to the dude, just when he's walking out when he sees he's a soldier. Like he's so worldly and he's so kind of embroiled in that culture. And then you get to know him just long enough, they pull the wool, you know, they pull the carpet out from underneath you. I was expecting a buddy cop move, you know, yeah. I was expecting them to be a tag team for the rest yeah. of the movie. I, I want to say that to me, that was the rest of the, it's a good movie, but the rest of the movie is not that was masterful. Like building up to that moment, having that explosion, like to me, that was the pinnacle. And I was, oh, I remember, I remember saying, oh my God. Like I said that out loud alone yeah. in the living room. That doesn't happen a lot watching movies as cynical as we all are with the Midsummers and the Hereditaries and all the horrible shit that we watch. So um, that was excellent. That, that's about as good as I think when you book, we always say, go, you and I, when we're talking, the three of us were talking about wrestling. When you book a feud, like you, that just came fucking out of nowhere. Absolutely, and it was it was really really masterfully done. I thought. Yeah, I thought as you say, that's really a turning point in the movie, yeah. and it kind of transitions almost into, um, I guess, like a mob movie. Like there's very much the factions uh, with turf and and espionage involved, as opposed to the outright conflict that we saw earlier in the movie. So it's almost sort of your your act break into a more suspenseful portion. Uh, where where everything is kind of dreadful for the rest of it. Are you guys confused? I, I got to say, I know, Dottie, I agree with you most times. We've talked about there's a, a website called 80s Tees, and they'll have like a picture of John Rambo, and it's going to be like, I didn't draw first blood, and then underneath it it says Rambo. Oh, I hate that. And I'm right. just like, <laughs> I'm like, can you fucking, like there's this NWO shirt of the three of the guys, and they're all just kind of in the ring, and on the back of it it says the NWO. And I'm yeah. like, can you fucking... Can you just have some like I'm, right. I don't want to make fun of him, but Asian John's shirt kind of sucks because like <laughs> if it if it was just the scene with the blueberries, it's like oh let's okay we're respecting the movie. It says casino in big letters on bigger top. than the image. I you're think a actually, fucking, yeah. Yeah, they think we're stupid. Well, like whenever a Ghostbusters shirt instead of just the ghost logo has Ghostbusters oh, yeah, across I the, kill that's myself. the one I think that drives me the craziest. Um, and that's why I think that in this movie, I appreciate you like what you said, Dottie, but. I had no fucking idea who was on what side by the end of it. I still had no idea by the end of it, like who was betraying whom. Well, I think it was. It became very clear that the three uh, undercover guys who you saw yeah, kind they were of shitty. Yeah, they were definitely looking out for number one the entire time, no matter what it took. And I mean, based on what we've seen in other movies uh, and stories and real life recaps of when people go undercover. That's your number one concern yeah. is I don't want to blow my cover. I don't want anybody who knows what I'm up to to be roaming free anywhere. And, uh, yeah, they, they looked the part, too, especially the the commanding officer of Sean that Harris. unit. Yeah. He got the big mustache. Yes. Yeah. The gentleman awesome. with the, the – yes. He He's, was very severe features. Uh, he, I mean, he is like – he just brings presence in any movie. He's a, He's the villain, the main villain in Mission Impossible 5. And then he comes back for Mission Impossible Six. And really? He's, yeah, but he's he's clean shaven. He's got like big glasses in that movie too. I think I, I I might remember that. He is he is a fucking capital V villain. He's got the look <laughs> in those movies. And, and anytime he pops up in something, it's a lot of oh, it's that guy type right. vibes. But he is he is awesome and he's great in this too. Just as soon as he walks on screen, you're like, 
all right, well, like, who the fuck is this guy? What is he yeah. going to do in this movie? And the contrast between the undercovers and, like, the standard troops that were there also, where they're, they're, their hair is all fucking crazy and they're wearing all the clothes of the day, too. That like was like the Blue Oyster Cult, basically. It's basically <laughs> what they look like. Oh, yeah, this looks fantastic. The, the, the Doors from Los You're Angeles, California. Three Dog Night yeah. concert, yes. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was great. Um, was Did you guys, like, I mean, it, I thought it was a good movie, but I don't know... I don't know if it was fun to watch. Like, I didn't think it was, like, a, a fun movie to sit down in. And my chick watched it for about 20 minutes. He's like, this is too much for me. And she bounced to watch something else. It's really captivating. And it yeah. it, it keeps your attention the whole time. So, I, to me, like, that is fun to watch where I'm just like, wow, like, I am so, like, compelled by what I'm watching right now. And, and that's hard to do. And it's hard to do, especially now, because it's easy to look at your phone or easy to be doing a fucking chore while something is on mm-hmm. your TV. But... It really just like I'm interested in, and I had seen this once before, but like years ago, like when it when it came out, um, I think I caught it like. But like you don't remember anything the about mail-in it, right? DVD. Uh, I remembered the. I actually the the only thing I remembered was the the fucking bar blowing up. So I like the dramatic effect was lost on me this time around. But why are you looking at me like because that? Because you, for the past three times we have done this, whatever movie. Because I watch a lot of fucking yeah, movies. Yeah, but you never know anything about them, and you're just like, yeah, hey, I saw that. Yeah, fuck you. And I'm just like, all right. Well, you just said that about Liberty Valance, though. No, I said I was drunk and I didn't remember anything. Oh, about so it. if I said I was drunk and I didn't remember I anything, I remembered that, would count? that I watched Liberty Valance <laughs> after I had already started watching Liberty Valance again. I didn't say I want to watch a movie we'd already watched. Goat again. said, "Hey, have you seen this?" I said, "Yes, but let's watch it anyways." Fuck out of here. I'd rather, dude. I'd rather we rewatch something and have a good conversation than take a risk anymore. We can't I, you, be taking you any more enjoy risks letting us know that you've seen every movie. Is yes. what I would stip. Okay, all right, thank you. Yes, all right, there you go. go. Right, that's that's, that's, that's why ground. I like playing the game where you're trying to name something and I like. You know, gotcha. I like, I like, gotcha. gotcha. Right, right, I like right, that. Right. I like doing that with Fair you. Enough. You're saying I'm sorry. I'm, I'm saying I've seen this movie before. I got there you go. Well. So uh, point point made. Uh, I think I, I see what you're saying. It was I wouldn't call it fun right. either. I think if it had been, if the entire movie had been more like the first twenty to thirty minutes, where it was just him running for his that life, nuts. then I think it would have been a much less enjoyable experience. I think once it settles into a more suspense and intrigue focused yeah. movie, it becomes for me a lot more enjoyable because it's a slow burn and a slow pace where you can kind of just go like. Oh, how's this going to go? See, I didn't think, and this is where we differ on it, I didn't think that this director did that as well as he did the frantic pace. Like, the, the part where there's the conflict, and the, okay. the, 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 the part, you just know it's going to pop off between the troops and the civilians. I was waiting for someone to shoot. On, the on, full on, boiling point, yeah. Yeah, and then the, the chase is someone that is desperately trying to, to get back into some sort of shape. All I could keep thinking is, God, their cardio is so oh. amazing. Yeah, I mean, I was right there with you. Shit. Yeah, I might have taken my inhaler out at some point. <laughs> That's what I did. Same thing. I was like, let me get a hit a goat's inhaler. The the beginning, the, yeah, the first half hour or so reminded me a lot of Good Time, where you're just like, the yeah. whole time you're just like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Although that movie, it doesn't let up. Like, Not at that all. Movie, it's, that's it's that's start to finish. exhausting to watch. It is, but it's, I think, maybe one it's of great. the best movies of the last decade. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, if, if you haven't seen Good Time. Goat, have you seen it? I have not. Dude. We should do, I mean, we should just do that as a side. I haven't seen it in probably two years, so I'd be willing to, if you want to do it for the next one, throw that in as Dude, the second I, I watched movie. it last month. I'll watch it again. Like, it's fucking it's, great. It is, it is right on. excellent. And if you don't like movie. that sparkly vampire emo Batman loser, like I don't, like if you watch that fucking <laughs> movie, you'll be like, holy shit, this guy's a fucking actor. Like he deserves to be where he is. That's cool. I always like that when there's a, a role or a movie that makes you appreciate somebody who you may have written off because yeah. of their previous catalog of work. I do. I do think that the first. I think Goat's right. Like the tone, maybe not the tone, but just like the way they're telling the story the definitely pace, changes. Yeah. Because I think that the soldier, what's his name, Hook, 
Yeah, I think he's so. Taz's son. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, he. Uh, they send Hook. I, I think that uh, like the movie is <laughs> is not that is so a much niche <laughs> niche. Hold on, I'm sorry. Just real quick. No, right. don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's terrible. I uh, I think that just because nobody outside of the room enjoys <laughs> it. Was it funny? <laughs> he's not really like I don't I don't think he's much he's as much of the main character or like the movie isn't as much about him in like the last thirty minutes or so. It's more about these two groups and. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out, figure out like where is yeah where's the espionage going on where are these undercover guys like really trying to go here and I feel like you see a lot more of them or at least they're doing a lot more action in the last forty minutes or so while for a while he's like recovering right yeah like, I mean to be fair his his midsection is hamburger yeah. at that point oh, so I'm I not like faulting yeah. the character but they definitely start to focus on get off your ass man movie. what are you doing <laughs> yeah um. Uh, Jester, what do you think, by the way? I liked it a lot. Uh, the, some of the camera shots I thought were a little questionable, just because the the one I, th- I believe it was right after the bar exploded, and it looked like somebody was chasing him with like a handheld camera, mm-hmm. just kind of bouncing they got around. Got a lot of the shaky camera. Yeah, going yeah. On. I didn't understand that as if because we weren't. It wasn't like a POV type of thing, so that that confused me a little bit. I think I it mix was, it up a little. Yeah, I think it was to kind of convey the disorientation after the explosion, because they also had no dialogue that you could hear it was just sort of that ambient sound where it was almost not quite a ringing in the ears but it was music and walking away and sadly good i hear that all the time ah. <laughs> ah. they call him timmy tinnitus that's what they call <laughs> jim jester timothy tinnitus i mean it's it's jester it's like it's disorienting you know it's dizzying like it kind of puts you in in that i mean it can be fucking obnoxious though like the the paul greengrass like born ultimatum where the whole time that camera's bouncing yeah, around yeah, like, yeah. you get that for two hours and you're kind of sick of it i yeah. think they use it just enough in this movie without it becoming too much. There's a yeah. shot in the movie that none of you will ever see where I'm supposed to be fighting John Hader, boy. Oh, I thought you meant this oh. movie. I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> and he's uh, he's not in it. I have to grab the camera, and the camera is shaking. It's like mm-hmm. bouncing I think, I think, around. I, I think you showed me this. Yeah, and it is fucking excruciating because the camera is rushing towards yeah. me. I'm running backwards in cowboy boots. And so it's going, I'm trying to be, I'm supposed to be fighting this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. But it goes, and we have this one like six second fight. There's 15 different camera shots. He like hung a camera from the fucking tree and we fight underneath yeah. it. So movie making so cool. It's so cool. But dude, <laughs> when you see a list of shots in front of you and it's like, what shot are we on? 30. How many are there? 300. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, oh, great. Uh-huh. I'm going to kill myself. Like, Holy <laughs> shit. Like, how do you even keep track of all of them? So I think Jesse, probably it's just there's nothing monotonous about any of that shit so kind of just to break it up by giving you a different angle um i don't know i thought it worked i'm with you though the remember nypd blue goat he's, oh yeah he's probably not old enough to remember that but that fucking camera angle where they were trying to make it look like it was reality tv that, it was a big thing for a long time <laughs> when when the cinema verite look took over basically everything in hollywood you're the only one that knows that term <laughs> <laughs> he always surprises I, me i want to i want to point out if i said cinema verite yeah, yeah, it, 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 it would be a holy war it would be a fucking holy war and that's it's because you're younger than me it's ageist yeah but it's his bit that's his fucking gimmick like if goat came in here with a curled up mustache and spit in his face (laughs) (laughs) see we've all got our lanes yeah we've all got you know i like to talk about the fact that i was in a movie no one will ever see every single time we do the show (laughs) we all have our foibles all right um, but other than the camera shots yeah uh, other than that, I I really liked it. The suspense was great. I I felt dumb. I know it's not going to oh, shock really? anybody, but because I didn't know 
why they were there. I had to look that up after the fact. Like I didn't know the troubles. A- yes, anything about what took place ah. in 1971. So I did have to research Protestant that. Protestant and Catholics, man. Yeah, I've kind of been doing that for a while. Over my head, but I, I mean, know. there's nothing wrong with like doing. I I kind of like doing a little homework after I watch something where maybe I'm not as up. I mean, if you watch Kingdom of Heaven, it's yeah. like all right, so like. What was this really yeah, wait a about? Second. Like, how close to me, reality was man, this? Let me like, do a little research and like see how accurate this was, or like you better understand the story that way. I don't think there's anything wrong with looking no, it up afterwards. Not, not I, I did the same thing, by the way. But you can it read it, and he's got to have his wife read a website to him. God damn it! <laughs> Does she read the credits to you? That's the real credit question. Who watches the credits? Well, I I do. Oh. All t- credits for this movie, good. I know, but if there's ever like a dumb guy response to something Jimmy always makes, and it's like, oh, I never watched the credits. It's like, oh, you could sit there for five minutes, <laughs> taking the music. Also, you, I mean, just to see, I always am impressed. I don't watch them every time, but the list of, like, oh, it's 90 minutes. Maybe I could do that with my iPhone, you know? I could put something like it together. Yeah. Oh, wait, 7,000 people. I see. You're like, oh, I see. Never mind. Yeah, I also just kind of like, it's a good decompression after a movie, especially a movie like that. Like, to just kind of let the credits wash over you. Yeah. Um, You want to grade it? What did you give it? Um, I give this, for me, this was an easy four. Um, Okay. I was... Glued to the screen from start to finish, I was invested in anybody who came on screen, whether I liked them or hated them. I wanted to see what happened to them, even the ancillary, you know, goons in the uh, that were looking for Hook the entire time. I was like, I I hope those guys get their comeuppance, and then like have it sort of end in a little bit of an ambiguity with the nothing will ever end here until the whole thing ends, where where the undercover guy goes up to. The young buck who was trying to take down the old Irish dude, and uh, you go like, "Well, you better take care of him." And then he goes, "We can work together." And you go, like, "God damn!" The, just the cycle continues. Damn. So there's a little bit of that doom and gloom, but you're also kind of against the backdrop of the nice ending for our hero. The part where they were looking for Hook, and then that one guy with the um, with the red mohawk gets stabbed, and then everyone gets really sad um, because he can't say Rufio anymore when he's riding them up the skateboard around. <laughs> Bang a red. Yeah, that part really took me. I, it took me out of the movie. Um, I'm gonna give it um, up until the bomb going off. It was cruising hard for me for approaching a four or five. After that. I was confused and I, I wasn't as into it as much. So I, I would say a solid three five in a movie that I, I enjoyed. I'm glad we watched. It was a good pick. And I would tell other people, hey, check this out. If you haven't seen this movie, it is definitely worth you sitting down. Four is getting into some pretty rarefied air for me. So I feel very comfortable at a, at a three five. Strong four for me. Um, I don't know if I was like, yeah, drunk or stoned when I first watched this. <laughs> I'll make whatever, you a bad person. Because uh, I, I like revisiting it. I was like, wait, like I really, I like so much about this. Yeah. And this is something. I wouldn't say it's like a, a Saturday afternoon, I'm hungover on the couch movie, but Yay. it is something yeah. where like if, if I'm with someone and they're, they'd have to be looking for this type of movie, yeah. right? Like a really like raw, like, like violent, you know, historical piece or whatever. I would say, hey, watch this. Like this is, if you haven't seen this, this might be under your radar. You know, the, there are many other, you know, you want to say war movies that get a lot of attention over something like this. I think this is showing you. Something that, I, I don't know, I haven't really seen this side of conflict in movies before. I haven't seen In the Name of the Father. I haven't seen Wind That Shakes the Barley. But this is not, like, like almost like Kingdom of Heaven. Right. It is not often covered in, like, major movies that are coming out. And and I like seeing a, a new, uh, even just, like, like the urban conflict. Like yeah. Just seeing, like, all of this happening, like, in the streets of a city. I'm like, this is, and a relatively modern city, right, the 70s. It's it's really authentic and it looks great and uh, it's a huge huge recommend. I like it so much better than Dunkirk and I can't even imagine 
the budget that Dunkirk had in this movie had. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about movies, man, how sometimes that shit doesn't matter at all. I, I, I have... really liked the personal aspect of 71, like how it was from an individual perspective right. on so many levels. Even when you were in the the group, the troop that he, that he deployed with, mm-hmm. there were still four or five people that you could latch onto that were the focal points of the action that was happening. And at no point did Hook turn into Jason Statham. He was right. bewildered the entire time yeah. while he was on the he run. Was completely out of his element. Yeah. And not see, prepared at all. And especially when that giant fucking crocodile fell on him at the end and then he just disappeared. <laughs> what a dumb... I don't know. These are when he had things. to say that he was a codfish out loud or else he was going to get stabbed. Don't you oh. dare try to stop me, Smee. Try to stop me. The kid from Sharon found his marbles. <laughs> <laughs> Better get up off your ass. Um, Jester, what'd you think? Uh, I gave it a strong 3-5. I couldn't go a 4 just because there were things that confused me. I didn't, again, I didn't know about the war. Sure. Uh, the You said it, you mentioned it, it was his brother. I wasn't sure if that was like son or mm. what that situation was. Like I didn't kind of pick up that it was an orphanage either. I wasn't sure exactly. I don't know. Please just broadcast. Sorry. I, yes, I'm sorry. I wasn't sure exactly what that building was purposely for, but but I mean, if, I would sit and watch it again. You probably couldn't watch it during the day. You can't get anything else done while it's on because you're going to be in One. it to watch. The audience doesn't know that happens. Always remember that. My apologies. You're talking into an audience. Um, the part about it, though, that I thought that was the most interesting that if Jimmy didn't know anything about it is, Jim, all that shit's still going on. They still have guys with machine guns yeah. standing in between North Ireland and the Republic of is Ireland. Is it really? Yeah. Jesus so and all, they're all the part of they're part of the, a, a different. Imagine. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Montana was a part of. I don't, this isn't or its own part. If, yeah, if, if it um, didn't want to be part if of the Montreal United States. decided, fuck you, we're a part of America now. That is that is what they are part of the United Kingdom and Ireland is independent. So and mm. one of them is Protestant and one of them is Catholic and it's fucked up. And um, if you should talk if you get a chance to talk to Stephen about it, it's pretty wild. Like, yeah, he shed some really good light on it when we did the uh, Banshees show. Um, yeah, 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 he texted. Fuck, I didn't text him back. He wanted to come <laughs> on tonight, but I just I wanted to. Stay locked in and stay focused after last night. But we should get him on to talk about that movie. No since, disrespect. Since we're talking about the Troubles, and, and I know you guys are both heavy metal fans, Yes, there's this wild story. So I read Dave Mustaine's book, Because I Suck. Um, <laughs> he's he's the, front, the front man and founder of, of, of Megadeth. I mean... Um, and why does that? Why does that mean you suck? I, I don't know. Because like I could have read I'm devoting anything any else. attention to could, Dave Mustaine. I could have read anything fucking else. I could have read something by Philip K. Dick, but instead I read Dave Mustaine's autobiography. If you're a fan of rock music, he's one of the larger figures in the history of rock. He is one of the larger figures. Christ. I think sometimes he can be. He's a cock. He can be a bit of an oh, embarrassment yeah. to himself. And he tells a story about how they were playing in Ireland, and he had like he had been drinking or whatever. And he, he's like, no. oh, he's like, we're about to play Holy Wars, right? Like, which was like inspired by a lot of these, like, oh, inspired by the Crusades, this mm-hmm. and that. But he's like, we're, he's like, this song's called Holy Wars. And then he said something like, give Ireland back to the Protestants. And they, the fucking venue, like, rioted. Oh. And they had to, like, they had to yank them out. Everyone, oh. yeah, 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 was like, what yeah. the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's not like screaming out, you know, let's go, Brandon, at a concert here. Like, people will get mad, but you're not going to get a rock thrown at your head. And then a Molotov cocktail goes off. <laughs> like, it's different. I, I just it's remember a little bit different. It's a different thing. Core yeah. beliefs and all that. <laughs> well, you know, religion also, you know, the roots are a little bit it's deeper. Just a as little well. what a close to your soul. What a great story, though. Yeah. yeah. It's a fantastic story. Would well, you remember the story about JBL who was goose stepping around in Germany because mm. wrestlers had been doing that for 100 years? And then in America, they, they heard that he was doing that in Sig Heiling. And they're like, they 
can- this was before anyone was getting canceled. They canceled the fuck out of him. Yeah. And he had to come back and say, wrestlers have been doing this in Germany since there's been pro wrestling. Like, the crowd gets it, but it's heel work. Different context, yeah. man. Yeah, it's different context. All right, well, that was well-received. Um, so I will announce my movie now. Not uh, The movie was well-received, not, not JBL. Yeah, Generally, yeah. that's not let's, well-received. Let's, uh, I, like to go I just want to clarify. I'd like to make a bold proclamation yeah. and, and <laughs> stand lockstep with my friend Goat and say that we condemn goose-stepping and Sig Heil. Indeed. Why did you only Goat? How about Dottie, too? Dottie didn't say a word, so I'm just going to assume... <laughs> I'm going to assume he's waffling. Well, first and foremost. Silent consent. Justy, I know that uh, sometimes chords befuddle you, but you are a man that can pound some beers. Oh, yes. We only have past two nights, one donation. That's why Enoch is getting the extra special thanks. Thank you so much, Enoch. Enoch. Live in the building as well, Mr. Enoch. Talking about fighting games. Well, the only thing he's going to catch is an L if he ever gets on Mortal Kombat. I'll tell you that much. I'll bust oh. his fucking ass. Whoa. He's too scared. He always gets into the chat. He's like, oh, I get the patches and downloading. There's a lag spike. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> fucking hold this. That's what would happen. Hold this four-hit combo over and over and over again. Um, I don't, he just donated. I don't know why. I'm, yeah, it's like, all in good fun, right? If you'd, yeah. love, if you'd like to donate, you'd be one of the few in the proud. Uh, it is chaddukeshow.com. Click that donate tab and Jimmy will pound it. It's an exclusive membership club. It really is. It's like the Marines. Very much so. Uh, thank you. Oh, uh, does anybody want to hey there, Jimmy? Hey oh, there, boy. Nino does. I'm sorry. I forgot what show we were on. It's my favorite hate airing is when Nino gets involved. Look at you. Ex- wow. Expertly done, Jim. Mm. That does look like you've shaved a couple, by the way. <laughs> oh. that's, that, that's, that's the universal confirmation sound, I think. Yep. Can I run and get another beer before we talk about Megan? I was going to actually just reveal mine, and then we'll do piss break, okay. and then we'll come back. I you mean, seriously, the, you're stepping on the format. What the I'm fuck sorry. is going on here? You've only done 100 of these things. Well, I, I thought I was only going to drink one, and then it's so good. It it's went away so fast. <laughs> it's so good. How do you not, how do you not I'm like sorry. that? It's just evaporated right in front of me. I have no idea what happened. I just want to get up and leave the show. Oh, Here, well, there's that. Here's what pisses me off as a goat is I've watched the tube drink about 100 Narragansetts, and he has never... Said, here's to swimming with bow-legged women before he has it. <laughs> really upset. I just feel like it's a given. We get those pull t- <laughs> you think they'll ever do those foil pull tab ones ever again? I doubt it. I think they might be actually cut risks yeah, at this yeah, point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Quentin didn't seem to. Didn't seem to well, he didn't seem to care about much. Yeah. So. Um, all right, we'll get to Megan and the man who shot Liberty Valance after the piss break. My movie is that I know Dotson's already seen it, but I have not seen it. Uh, spoiler alert, I enjoyed The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance so much that I picked my movie is How the West Was Won from 1962. The same fucking year, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance is out 74% by the audience, 86% by the critics. John Ford, this is apparently one of those um, anthologies mm-hmm. where it's about a family in the West and there's a civil war and they're going on the, taking the railroad out there. And a bunch of different directors directed a bunch of different scenes, including Richard okay. Thorpe, John Ford from all the, the, the movies, the the movie we just watched, mm-hmm. John Wayne. Listen to this yeah, fucking Lee, Lee J. Cobb, Henry Fonda, Spencer Tracy, Carl Malden, Jimmy Stewart, Debbie Reynolds, uh, George Papard, Gregory Peck, John Wayne. It is an unbelievable cast. And uh, oh, I'm dying over here I've, looking at I've this not cast. Seen this. The, look this at makes the poster. So happy. Do me a favor. Go oh yeah. Please Google the poster and see the one where they have all the stars. Yep. Around. Yeah, I want that framed in my fucking basement so bad. <laughs> I don't know how I've never seen this movie. It's a whopper. I think it's two and a half hours plus, but I don't give. I don't give a fuck. I might. <laughs> All right, hang on. I might go I home and watch it from now until the next fucking show we do. If I came in here with the two hour forty four minute, movie, this is a, man. Who's Dottie's arguing with you? All fucker? on the whataboutism this evening. Yeah, by the way, yes, hypocr- hypocrisy. Thy name is Dukes. What the fuck are you saying? 
<laughs> you can't call me out for something I already know. Yeah, absolutely. I would fucking be ripped. Although, if you came in here with a Jimmy Stewart, John Wayne fucking movie, I think I'd be okay with it. That's um, true. There is a lot of uh, cross-pollination between this and, uh, and Liberty Valance oh, as well. Oh, absolutely. Which is great. I mean, even down to Andy Devine, who... I could, I could, I could listen to Andy Devine talk for hours. But well, we'll get to him he's the, when we cover the next the motion absolute. picture. By the way, my wife came running down the stairs and said, "Are you watching Robin?" Hood? I knew and it, I, yep. and I said, <laughs> "No," but w- that right there is Friar Talk, and she started popping big for that. That's so. awesome. Yeah, we enjoyed that movie. What a great flick! This is already all right. Five done. All right, we don't have to watch it. <laughs> all right, <laughs> okay. more time to devote to the book. Very good. Um, all right, so we'll get a Narragansett break for Dottie. We'll do a piss break Yay. for. Goat and myself. If you are watching on Facebook, consider dropping them 50 stars. We will be right back. Don't you go changing. Bathroom breaks kick ass. What happens, Jim? Like when I say when I say bring us back and then you don't, like what's going on? <laughs> well you didn't have your headphones on, I thought. But I, I've I've done this forever. I know. What's gonna happen? Goat can I, talk, Dotsy can talk. You'll Dotsy never know talk. what level Dotsy. you're at. Dotsy can talk. Dotsy. Oh my Dotsy. Please Dotsy. update his name on the Facebook <laughs> broadcast. Dotsy. 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 <laughs> can it be like S E Y at least? S E Y. As opposed to the D O S T S I with a little heart over the I. I was thinking I E like Tootsie. Oh, man. That sucks. All right, fine. You don't like Dustin Hoffman? And it's just, then just an E it is. Dude, I watched a little bit of Tootsie the other day and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck was going on back in the 80s? What a weird movie. I have not seen Tootsie. Wow, I remember my mom loved it. I remember we rented it from Errol's. A that's lot. I was just gonna say my folks rented it, yeah. and that's my only that, real it, memory it, of watching it and being like, "What?" It won a shit ton of Oscars, right? Do you know it was I a mean, big no, deal? You're, you're thinking of uh, the fish that saved Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no one is ever thinking huh? of the fish that saved Pittsburgh except for you and me. <laughs> now, when it comes to Academy Awards, oh one God. more than Gladiator. Just so Dawson should look that up. Here is. Jesus. Here's something that I, I I spent a lot of time thinking about this goat, and you might you'll be the only one that appreciates. I'm sorry, I'm still recovering from the fish in St. Pittsburgh. <laughs> what the fuck is this? You haven't seen the fish in St. Pittsburgh? All right, we got another I movie to watch for the next <laughs> fucking episode. You never seen the fish that saved Pittsburgh? Don't need- act like that's weird <laughs> that you, I haven't seen this movie. You possibly- I thought you were making it up. <laughs> I thought you were, I was I was about to look like a huge asshole googling the fish that saved Pittsburgh. Oh boy. How would I make that up? I am not that creative. I don't 
know why that just came up on like oh, a social media feed like two weeks ago for me. Did too. it really? Yes. I haven't, heard about, okay. I haven't heard anyone mention that movie in quite <laughs> some time. You ever seen Herbie, you fuck? Yes, I've seen All right. Herbie. Well, not the one with Lindsay Lohan either. <laughs> the love bug. <laughs> Seen that? I've seen Herbie seen Chitty, goes Chitty, to Bang, Bang. Carlo. Yeah, Clown. Chitty, Chitty, Bang, Bang. I mean, they're all subpar compared to the fish that saved Pittsburgh. Completely none of them won Best Picture, like the fish that saved Pittsburgh did. <laughs> best editing, best visual effects. Astrologically compatible players. Yeah. Wow. Well, it was a different, it was a different era, Dotson. <laughs> <laughs> different time. All right, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't imagine you won't enjoy the fish and save Pittsburgh. There's uh, no fucking way. It's available to rent on demand. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Crawling up the iTunes charts. Yeah. So right up there next to whatever Bieber's latest single is. <laughs> 1,000 people have seen this on IMDb. Oh, I, I'm sure it's going people. way down. I thought you were just going to say 1,000 people yeah. have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Goat, I was... Yes. The other day, We were. it was something we'd all texted each other, and I was fucking... Thinking about the tube and how much the tube loves movies, and I got sad for I'm not kidding you, but probably three minutes straight that the tube n- never in his life ever got a chance to, and probably never will, shake a videotape out oh. of one of those big Errol's fucking cases, foam sided, yeah, with no lid. Dotson, it, they didn't have a lid; they had pieces of foam down the side, and you would shake the fucking tape out. And the picture on the front was like encased in some sort of yeah, cellophane. So it was they cut the VHS box. They cut the four panels of the yeah. VHS box and they put it on each of the four sides but of they this were big. red case. Yeah. So it was like when you did um like a report cover in school where you'd have like this big, like really tough exterior, but you'd put that picture in the middle. Uh-huh. It was like and so it was, we have a copy of Clue that we bought, used from Arrow. I would kill to have that. Has, I would that fucking kill to have that. the four panels of the VHS on either side of the thing. And I read a Clue from Errol's at Rolling Valley Mall oh 7,000 times. You got to send me a picture of that. No, no, yeah. we'll Google oh, yeah. it right now. Okay. And it was just, it was a huge protective oh. thing. And so they had a, it was an outer plastic case that so went important. over the, the red interior. Do you know how important, I, those mean more to me than any family member. Those fucking... <laughs> The memory, just the memory Dude, of those. The excitement, and then I remember, like, I remember, like, Alien. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's so much, because I couldn't rent it. There's no way. And they, they would card you at this fucking place. They wouldn't let you rent rated oh, R movies. Oh, a bunch of narcs. Really? They're carding at a video store? Yeah. But my buddy, I Alex, he could rent Alien from Errol's, and we would watch it, and I would just be scared as fuck. I just remember, also, it was where, it was the go-to before I was able to get pay-per-view on cable. Yeah. So, like, on Spectrovision. Th- three or four weeks after the WWF would have a big event, that's where it would go. Errol's would have the yeah. sports and entertainment section. I remember watching World War, well, that was Hollywood video, I, re- I would I would rent World War Three okay. over and over and over oh, again. Oh, my God. I believe it was the Giant versus Kevin Nash. And why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, which is fucking fantastic. Are you looking at it? Is this is this it? Let me take a look. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That that thing is enormous. It's enormous. It's, yeah. it's next to a PlayStation controller. And it's also, like twice as big. It was Three so times you, as big. There were two. There were multiple reasons for that. It was one to protect the video cassette, but also so you couldn't walk out yeah, with it surreptitiously. Yeah. But also too, there was no lid. So if it was fucking raining, like I don't know what or, they expected or if you to the do. The foam had compressed in some yeah. capacity. That thing was flying right out. And the foam would come out, and the foam was like a square U, mm-hmm. and you had to shove it back in there if it ever came out. Oh, oh God! So great. I just—that's uh, one of those moments in time 
Now I'm sitting there scrolling through every movie that's ever been made on my little Apple TV, and I'm like, eh, fuck this, eh, fuck this, yeah. eh, fuck this. You took that one videotape home, and you knew you were going to watch it three times before yeah. you returned it the next day. Yeah, yeah it, we, I mean, we, we got movies. It was I know, but you don't theater. know like, about the Errol's no, fucking I don't, case. Dude, trust me, I, I, I am heartbroken that I did not get this. You like, would have loved I, it. I get sad looking at photos like this. I would be I, willing to sacrifice... 15 to 20 years of your life if you could have <laughs> yeah. if you could have just taken a video slid a videotape out of one of those okay. cases that's a quite the decision from you i read a bulls versus blazers on the super nintendo from oh that fucking God. arrows oh <laughs> nobody teabagged me i mean that that is nice I just enjoyed myself oh you mean as far as video gaming is concerned what do you mean I was. I don't know what you meant at first. It took me no, a while. I say of... what you say, Spider. Yeah. I had I had video update in uh, Chesapeake. That was the closest video to like update. A, a smaller. Well, name. Potomac like, video. No, no, like Blockbuster or anything like that. Potomac video in Twinburg Shopping Center had the adult section with the beads and oh. it's And I would just be so able to. You, so they'd know when someone went in. Oh or out, yeah. Made so the I most just... noise possible. <laughs> I tried to see as much as I could looking through the beads. I just tried everything <laughs> that I could to see as much as I could. Funny they didn't have the TV showing. Uh, a now playing section back there. No, they think, did guys. not. It's not like they did out front. And they thought those beads would stop me, but it was too late. I'd, I'd already seen everything. All right. Um, what do you guys want to do? Let's do Megan, and okay. then uh, we'll get to uh, the the, uh, the the Western. So, um, did you guys have designs to see this movie in the theaters? May I ask that first? I had, yes. I did. Okay. Uh, did you get to see it, Jester? I did. Oh, I'm surprised yes. by that. Um, I'm Le always... Legally? Legally, I did. Okay. I'm always happy to see a horror movie like this, especially since they've been on this tear, right? Like, I feel like horror movies in the theater have been doing some big numbers. Barbarian and Black Phone, like we've talked about. Yeah, I mean, and, and like Blumhouse, it's like a, a household name at this point. Like, the new Blumhouse movie coming out is like uh, uh, like um, credited to be that. Like, sure. Oh, I'm going to see the new Blumhouse movie. Okay. I kind of like that. I yeah. don't mind that. They, they put out stuff I like. I also like seeing their logo at the beginning on the big screen yeah, as well. Yeah, it's yeah. Fun. They've updated it recently. Is, is there? Are they doing that James Wan Blumhouse fucking combination deal that I was reading about? He, he signed some ki some type of deal on with the Holy them. Alliance. I can't remember? Be unbelievable. Um, it PG thirteen. By the way, I thought they got away with quite a yeah. little bit in this fucking movie with that. Ninety four percent from the critics. 79% from the audience. Uh, it was a bit long on the tooth for me, hour and 42 mm -hmm. minutes, but I think everyone's seen the trailer. It is a... Not a cyborg. Android? Artificial intelligence. Yeah. 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 It's a robot girl. And I gotta say, um, is that a person playing that girl? I think so. I yeah. believe it is. It is. And then they did the CGI overlay. They yeah. did a really good job of making her, because they, they do the gimmick in the movie a couple times where people think she's a little girl. Mm -hmm. They did a really good job of kind of making her seem like a little girl, but also still seem like a robot, um, even before I'm sure they dubbed in the um, the sound effects. Here is the biggest problem I had with this fucking movie, and I think I texted you guys the second I got out of the theater. If you watch the trailer for Megan, not only do you know the whole movie, yeah. but they reveal... All there was only one that I could count of the kill scenes Every kill. that they don't show in the fucking trailer. And I feel like this thing had a good enough hook and it looked slick enough and the people that made it that it didn't need to do that. And so I'm sitting there. With, I went to see it with dumb Anthony. God bless him. But 
I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, watch this. Which one's Megan? I'm like, watch this. <laughs> well, trust me, he felt a little differently about it than I did. He was watching it for different reasons. Oh, no. I said, watch, she's going to start dancing, then she's going to rip that fucking thing off, that arm off the paper shredder. And he's like, Dukes, you're Kreskin. How the fuck did you know that? Like, he doesn't know who Kreskin is. No, he, I'm just paraphrasing. Um... <laughs> I, I liked it. I thought it was well done. Um, I'd like to see more. I'd like to see this this uh, franchise do a sequel. Mm -hmm. But fuck, man. I could not believe how much of that movie they got into that whatever it was, 90 seconds. I mean, was that not also what happened with the black phone? I, I thought saw was, most of that movie in the I don't know, know, man. I, I thought there was more stuff in the black phone yeah. I wasn't ready for. And this, I swear to God, go, you, you agree, right? Most of the, uh, I would say 90% of the kill scenes are in the trailer. Yeah, I mean, I know that uh, Dottie and I have gone on, or excuse me, Dotsie and I have gone on Dotsie record uh, over the years oh, of trying to avoid as much information about movies that we immediately want to see. Yeah. And it's hard when you go to the movies and there's a trailer and then you go see it and there's another trailer and this was the expanded trailer and you're like, man, Stop telling me about this movie. Man. I'm already in. Just let let me find out for myself. And I think that's it's a challenge because if you go back and watch really really old trailers uh, from the golden age of Hollywood, you get a lot of that. There's a lot of and here's the scene where they say goodbye at the end, and you're just like, my, my God, why are you right. doing this? I feel like there was a sweet spot mm -hmm. in like the 80s and 90s, and maybe even the early 2000s, where you got a few frames of something and an idea of what might happen in the movie, but nothing was really given away. And I would love for more horror movies, especially especially horror movies, to kind of pull back the reins a little bit on giving away so much. Yeah, I mean, if this came out in the 80s, the trailer would be, it would be a bunch of like music cues, and it'd be like, this weekend, you will not survive. Yeah. Megan. Like, yeah, that the, would be the trailer. There'd be a lot of, yeah, was it Percy Rodriguez, <laughs> the guy who does the Jaws trailer? Yeah. I was just like, you'll never understand what's coming for you. I you just, that, that big dance number is the like the most That's important the, the big reveal and the whole yeah. fucking thing is in yeah. the trailer well i think they called their shot that became like a, an internet thing as soon as the trailer came out that was all over twitter right. TikTok, i think Instagram, there were promotional materials with like frames yeah. of the dance on it i mean so that they they knew that's that was going to get shared all over the place they knew they had lightning in a bottle there so they i, make, I make get at least again. that you know do something yeah. different later that you didn't show in the trailer and i mean i did i did read that this was cut down from an r rating which sucks hmm. why well, so. there's there's <laughs> but that cut is coming out because it got it did so well all the stuff that I'm seeing is saying that's going to surface. Just, when it I, hits streaming, I'm sure there'll be an yeah. unrated version. I, I can't wait to see that. I know there are shots of that woman getting her fucking skin ripped off with the pressure washer. I need that to see that. was fucking great. I need I need to see that skin getting ripped off, man. Like that is some like old <laughs> old too. fashioned slasher shit. And also that needs to be in your movie. The, she's getting a, it's poison, right? She's getting poisoned yeah. and she's getting pressure washed and she's getting nail gunned. That was such an escalation. It's in awesome. hostilities yeah. for Megan. <laughs> it's awesome. This movie is so over the top in the best way. I mean, kind of in, in a lot of ways, like Malignant, right? Yeah. Where you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I this think movie, Malignant's man? better than well, this. I mean, Malignant is yeah. a better movie than this, but I think that's what James Wan is going back to. So he didn't direct, but he produced it. I think he wrote like the story for it as well. That makes sense. And he's like, I'm done with these fucking superhero movies and Vin Diesel movies. I'm I'm going back to what I like, which is weird horror shit. And this is like he's he's back on the path with this, especially after the success that Malignant was as well. It's funny. I I was sitting there watching it, and I'm going like, well, does this even start? Is this actually a horror movie, or is it just dark sci-fi? And then the kills started coming in, and I'm yeah. like, okay, well, that's where you get into your slasher territory. But for the most part, it's one of those 
classic science fiction stories where you've yeah. got the the ominous side of advancing technology and the the perils that come with it. Whenever Megan would start to freestyle, whenever she would start to sing, I popped so big. <laughs> so and, and the songs so the, the songs got weirder. And when she said, "Shoot me all you want," I made of I'm titanium proof. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking popped, and I was like, "This is a dark comedy," is what yes, this fucking yeah, movie yeah. is. I, well, and I, I lost, I lost it. I was glad I was in a relatively underattended movie right. because I started giggling out loud when I heard these strains of toy soldiers come yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, piano. Yeah. I just like I turned sideways to laugh. Lights come on. It was just like, oh my god, this well, is fantastic. It's also one of those bits where eventually. I always call it Starship Trooper syndrome. Do you, do you remember in Starship Troopers when they they it takes eighteen of them to kill one bug? And then by the end of it, like Casper Van Dien is, is killing thousands of bugs by himself. Mm-hmm. Like eventually she's hacking every cell phone, every TV, like she's driving cars. It's like, okay, like I understand that you have some, there's some creative licensing here, but it was a little bit well hard but, to swallow. But in order to do that, she also apparently sacrifices her invincibility. Yes, yes. So. Although the uh, the final sequence, I knew as soon as they introduced Bruce, hey there, man, put some, put some stolen vanilla inside of this here. You're going to do a shot. You're going to do a shot here. We'll tap the keg. Um, I knew as soon as we saw Bruce that Bruce was going to be a part of it, but mm-hmm. I found that immensely satisfying. Um, and I just thought that whole ending sequence where Megan's becoming more and more unhinged, and then her face is like, her. she's becoming more and more of like a crazy-looking fucking yeah. psycho robot. I don't watch the Chucky movies, so I don't know if that happens in the Chucky movies. A lot of people told me that this borrowed a lot from those movies. It did, but there's no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because this does a lot of what Chucky does well. Right, right. Like it but borrowed it, it borrowed the good parts and yeah. it, it delivered on them. And it's when it didn't have the whole um, weird robber thief guy could uh, somehow supernaturally possess a doll at a toy store just by chanting something. I mean, that's so. why I like the Chucky movies. Right. Is that is so outlandish and it's stupid. so ridiculous. That, yeah. And I, I think that this movie has a lot of that too, with all the singing and the dancing and, and, and all of that. Shit. And to be fair, if anybody could do it, it would be someone played by Brad Dourif. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I I really did want her to say. But Katie, I'm your friend of the end. Yeah. At one point, I thought yeah. she was actually, when there was a huge pause, I thought she was actually going to bust that out. The first two Chucky movies are really worth watching, by the way. Okay. And the reboot's worth watching. I didn't like the part where the little girl, you selfish little, I didn't like when she turned on the little girl, because I thought that kind of should have stayed constant the entire time, as this doll is doing all That's of this. That's how she's getting over, under is the by mi- having that yeah. connection. Yeah, under yeah. the misguided guise of saving this girl. Um Jester, you saw it in the theater? I did. Look at you. I know. Did you spent, take anybody? Spent money? No, just me. Oh, yeah. Sad. Yeah. Jester. You have someone in your life. Well, she didn't want to see it. She doesn't like horror movies, right? She, yeah, she was worried she it was going to be gory. Like, Am I helping him out? All, uh, you got a crick in your neck again. Hey, wait a minute. We're going to work that out. Yeah. Uh, Have you considered I'll, yoga? That's no, a sad laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's like De Niro in fucking Cape Fear. <laughs> 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 it's so true. Oh. Allison Williams did, a, I think, a good job carrying it. She too. is good. Like, like she, she gave it. Like, there's emotional weight, right? Like, there's emotional stakes, but there's, it's not too over the top. It's not too, um, like sappy. No, and, I mean, and also she wanted to do what was right, but also she was, she's like, like kind of like fuck this. Too. I can like, relate to her well, way yeah. more than I can relate to what I heard last night, but from Stephen. <laughs> go well, fucking uh, what's his wait, name what? Monk yeah. not go Monk and Steve about how all they want to do huh? is take kids to cheerleading practice like well fucking enjoy yourself I actually appreciated that she wasn't a stereotypical one note neglectful 
yeah. guardian. Like she wasn't yeah. just like, well, I'm working. It was it was believable because of the strain that she was under and how it all kind of wove into it. The boss itself. was not a good actor. The guy that he's was, a comedian. Oh, but dude, he was so trade. funny. Like, I didn't think yeah. he was funny at all. I just thought he kept mispronouncing awesome. shit. Like I just didn't think he was. I, I couldn't I f- couldn't figure out what his deal was, I don't, but I don't know anything about him. Like, I, I did like the one line that he has. It was like, get me a list of things to say so I sound like I know what I'm talking about because yeah. I've actually been asked that by I mean, the person I, who I, owned I, the company I work for. Also, did he say, like, let's t- it's time for Nabisco to get fucked or something? Like, I, yeah. I, he had some one-liner <laughs> yeah, that I... He was such, like, an 80s, like, caricature. Like, they, the, I could see that character, like, in, you know, in RoboCop or something like that. Yeah. I, that's I, a good I think that's, oh, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of where I was getting from. It is I think he was being directed. McFly, <laughs> read my facts, McFly. I'm fired. I'm fired. God damn, dude! What a great scene. He fucking puts the card, and that guy's head pops up right behind him immediately. Comes out of the fucking bathroom. McFly. <laughs> that is the greatest line in any movie of all time. You can read my facts. I monitor you is fucking that guy's a dick. What was it Needles? Needles, Needles completely oh set my him God, up. Dude, well, Needles. Needles is a cock. Uh Jester, what did you uh what did you think? I liked it a lot. I really would have liked more gore to be honest with you. I I didn't go know going into it it was PG thirteen. I was expecting more. But I mean the movie was enjoyable. I had a Quick lot recap. of fun. Didn't know that there was a conflict between Ireland and oh. North Ireland. Didn't know this movie was PG-13. Quick recap. All right. I mean, I'll, Back to I'll, I'll say. Now, I didn't pay attention to the rating, but it also didn't matter. So, Did, did you watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. If I could just show this. And I think, unfortunately, like everyone had seen the marketing for this. But if you could show someone who has no idea what this is, just have them. Did Ant know anything about it? No. Okay. <laughs> no. So, I mean, that would have been. Probably Unless he's looking been back at him in the mirror, Anthony doesn't know anything so about pr- it. That probably would have been fun to watch. Oh, he loved it. it yeah. He thought it was great. It is. And it's also like that is what I call entry level horror. And, yeah. it's ent- oh, yeah. and, and yeah. the people that like it, this is why they don't understand why I rail against that movie. You can make entry-level horror that everyone can enjoy, and that's what this is. You don't have to make it as stupid and pandering as obvious. Look, it's a clown. You're scared of clowns. We know who you are. Now it's a spider and a clown. Like, fuck you. Like, make something that's decent <laughs> that normie fans can get into. I can't believe I sat through that two-and-a-half, two-hour-and-45-minute part two in the theater. How did you watch the first one and think, I'm going to go back you have I didn't to even finish watch it. the second part. I think I, I think I might have even. Oh, I you I gotta hosted, finish I think it. I hosted the second one, and I was like, "Man, I wish I fucking got my car and went Do home." You after know the intro. how irritating <laughs> it is that I bet half, at least half the audience never saw Tim Curry sitting on that banister in the clown outfit, going <laughs> and thrusting his hips. Oh, I hate everyone. Uh, what'd you give it, Jimmy? I gave it a strong four. Uh, I feel oh. like anybody that would want to. I guess the beginner horror was a good angle to go with it, but I I feel like it wasn't terribly scary, and without the gore, I I feel like anybody could sit down and enjoy that movie. A lot of people are saying you should take your work wife that bought you the shirt with you to the next movie. Oh, the bastard. Yeah, you could wear that shirt, then you guys would go to the movie, then fuck afterwards. Oh. Maybe during. Yeah, 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 why wait? At least get a knuckle in your (laughs) prostate. Oh. Um, What'd you think? Something wrong with your seat, sir? (laughs) (laughs) You there, boy. You there, boy. She gonna make me spill by tickling that thing. That's that seat's really squeaky. What's happening over there? Oh God! Uh, I would say. Man, that took a turn. For uh, she licks two fingers down to the knuckle. Oh, <laughs> right in there, like it fucking looks like one of the Riddler's question marks. Justin, that's fucking gross, dude. Yeah, why would you do that? You like what you like, man. <laughs> I'm not mad at him. Call your shot, big man. 
sorry. In the theater and everything. Um, oh, shit. I, I'd say I, between a three and a half and a four, but ultimately I think it's a three and a half for me. Um, I think it could have done a few things a little, a little bit more sharply. And I think, again, it, it suffered from giving away so much. I think if I hadn't mm. seen anything about it before, it would be closer to a four. But three and a half feels fair. And I enjoyed it from right. start to finish. I, I don't like the, I mean... I like and also don't like the immediate like AI terror house coming as soon as sure, the sequel. Sure. So it was like, all right, fine. But but do you guys? You I mean, it's kind of no disrespect. It's kind of a hipster thing to say I don't watch trailers. H- how do you know you want to see a fucking movie if you don't watch a little bit of the? I trailer? don't. I don't avoid trailers, but I I avoid like like I think we say like the like we second don't seek and them third, out on the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like okay, like the the second trailer is normally when they're like showing more of whatever because. That's like what's going to be played on television. Like, That's what's going to get yeah. people like okay. who like, may not be going to the movies to get to go. Because I the saw movies. this trailer before Black Phone. Like I saw it in the movie theater. And I love watching trailers I, in the actually, movie theater. I think a yeah. really good example right now. Uh, I like it happened. The trailer changed over a weekend. I saw a movie the Friday this came out, and it, they played the trailer for The Knock at the Cabin. The okay, Batista movie. By the way, I'm not going to go see that because of the trailer. I'm just. I'm not, it's too, it's too grim. It, it looks, but it looks grim. But like when you watch the second trailer, right, which played with Megan, yeah. like four days later, it was a different trailer, and it, it was showed, less. Yeah, it showed way more. Yeah, of this no, shit. I thought like, it showed way less. No, dude, it showed a. It lot. It was a lot in so the cabin maybe, with the family. You might have seen the second one before you saw the first one, then because they were I've playing seen in a front bunch of different of movies for that fucking. But it's, movie. it's, it's, it's like, we're not making that sacrifice. But like, yeah, yeah, like that first trailer, it's all just the actors and like what they are saying, and then the second trailer is showing a lot of like. A lot of shit that, yeah. that just kind of gives away what I feel like is going to happen in this movie. Now, I mean, I've been wrong about his movies before. Old was a fucking trip and a half in the theater. See, I'll never see um, that. It's he's it's, dealing with things. Kind of worth I, watching. Dude. It's not because I don't want to think about getting old, and I don't want to think about killing my kid. Like I don't. He's dealing with things. That movie is batshit. That there's built in immediate revulsion for me. It'd be like if, uh, you have to stomp a thousand puppies to death. It's like, no, I'm not watching your movie. I'm not going to do well, it. Or you could let the world end. And in that, I will that let case, the world, it's an I easy choice. I will happily yeah. let the world Welcome end. Welcome the apocalypse. By the way, Megan, kill a dog in the best way I've ever seen a movie do it. I didn't like the dog, and when he died, they didn't show anything. I didn't care that he was dead. That is very... Pippet is the only other dog I don't care that gets killed. <laughs> Pippet is eaten by Bruce the shark. Hey, man, I'm going to go ahead and take some Stoli vanilla. I'm going to eat this dog, Pippet, out here. getting a lot of runs today. <laughs> well, Bruce is all over the place. Quite the career. Yeah, what'd you give it, uh, Donnie? So we're talking about how the trailer kind of affected how we viewed this. When I walked out, I wrote down three, and I think that was because I was really bitter about how, how because I I was as I was watching it, like I was having a good time, but I saw every beat of this in a trailer, and I wanted you know I texted you as soon as I got out and said yeah. don't watch the fucking well, room. And, and like unfortunately at that point, like I had, I had seen the trailer right. a million times. If you if you've been going to the movies in the fall, this played in front of a lot of shit. Right. You've been seeing horror movies or or whatever action movies. And um, this, I think this played in front of Violent Night. Might, might have been the first on time Peacock that I saw right it. now. By the way, uh, if anybody oh. cares to check that out, uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch it's, it. It's not good. We'll but, save it for next Christmas. Give it, a, give it a run around <laughs> sure, Christmas time sure. when you're Christmas in the mood. Christmas in June. How about that'll sure. be the official yeah. movie for Christmas? I love it. I, I swear, give it a chance around a Christmas themed. Did you season. fucking watch it? Yeah, I saw. Oh, okay, all right. It's, yeah, it's, I, I enjoyed it's it. Fine. Oh, you guys. Oh, look at this. It's it's fine. A schism. My goodness. He doesn't like Christmas. That's a great point. I forgot about that. <laughs> that movie has nothing, no that like movie has nothing to do with Christmas, dude. It's just David Harbour going, ugh, and sewing himself up. That's all David Harbour ever minutes. does. Yes, it's not good. He's just in Stranger fa- Face. Yes. So everyone you. fucking loves him. Hey, we're on the same page. All right. I think that a three is, is unfair to this movie because I, I, I do think there's a lot of good behind it. I think that 
walking out of the theater, I was a little sour over the trailer spoiling things, and I had maybe, and there was a little bit of like, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Disassociation. Not disassociation, but coming out of the I, closet. I had already known that it had been cut down from an R rating. Right, right. Okay. So I was like, I was, I was a little bitter. Like, oh, I knew. Like, like I said, you the know pressure washer scene. Been there. Like, that could have been way cooler, way bloodier, whatever. That's it's still it, pretty fucking cool. But that's that's yeah. I mean, it is cool. So that's I, I, I really wasn't being fair when I wrote that down. It is a three and a half. And uh, I don't, you know, I, I normally don't like to waver from whatever I put down after I watch it. I like well, what if you had that, done but... that for the Halloween fucking kills? Halloween kills or Halloween? Oh, yeah. No, the Halloween kills where you walked out and told us you oh, loved it and it was great. Yeah, and then an like, hour oh, later man. you were despondent. I yeah. can't wait to see this again. <laughs> Dude. An I hour s- later we couldn't get you out from under the table. I still I still haven't watched the Corey movie. Don't do it. I still haven't. That's it the is, best description for it. It is the most disappointing. Even yeah, as dude. bad as Halloween Kills was. That's why I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I turned wanna... it on while I was cleaning up. That's the that's the attention it deserves. Yeah. It Agent felt Johnson's like, and I know you guys feel differently about The Last Jedi, but it felt like the person making the movie had contempt for they the actually universe. They hated it. Yeah. They hated the universe there, and they wanted to fuck with the universe and stick it to the fans I mean, this was worse is, than that is that not what david gordon green felt though because he wanted to make one movie and then they said no 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 you're making three for us motherfucker well it made so much money how are you i mean it's a business because I, mean, I think i still love and i think we both do we i love that 2018 one i think it's Halloween awesome. kills is not that one 10 times better than the third because yeah. at least at least it isn't Dude. sodomizing michael madsen's Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen. <laughs> or Michael Madsen. By the way, why don't they make a Halloween movie that's just Mr. Blonde, though, from fucking Rutherford? <laughs> yeah. Um, you said a three and a half? Yeah, Megan's a, a three and a half, and, and it's you, hey, should, hey, you hey, should go she's see She's way prettier than that. In that wedding gown, she was gorgeous. <laughs> I couldn't believe how beautiful she looked. I was honored to be there. Just to delete that. <laughs> out of three and a half, it's obviously. A out of three and a half. Yeah, it's a very strange sentence. It'd be like if there was a movie called Ripley is a Bad Dog. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, I can't say the name of this fucking movie. You should go see it while it's still in theaters. Give, give money to horror movies that aren't franchises, etc. And et cetera, et cetera. give money to Soap Dukes like words. Bobby Double L. Hey. The Slump Buster continues. Thank you so much, Bobby Double L. You and Enoch care about me. The rest of the world does not, if you don't mind, uh, Nino Grease Vanelli. Sometimes... Um, Back when he was in Vietnam, you probably don't know this, Dotsie, but he wasn't known as Nino Griezmanelli back then. No. I can't remember what his name was. But. His name. His name is not important, but what he shouted to the heavens was, Hey, boy! By the way, I listened to that bit yesterday. I almost texted Sergeant Fury. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite. <laughs> the fact that it was one man sitting in a room with just nothing but a bunch of cards, and he created all of... Yeah. Speaking, speaking of creating... Power yeah. through, power through. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby Double O. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Here's the problem I had with coming up with a rating for this. What did you give it, Don? Three and a half. And Jester. Four. And you gave it a three and a half? Three and a half. Are you, are you almost vomit? Yep. Um, <laughs> it, it's hard to look at the poster, look at the trailer, and say, what else could they have done? Yeah. Like, it, to, a PG-13 killer little robot girl, it... it it did everything, so it's actually for what it claims. Pardon me for what it for what it claimed to be. It what was hell is going on in here. It did, well, there was a little break yeah, on the show. There was a fucking that was like my post credit sequence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's a character you don't recognize. Um, <laughs> no shit. Here's Charlize Theron. You'll never see her ever again in any of these movies. Um, 
it's hard for it's a three and a half is what the movie is. But I I am I am definitely influenced by what you guys are saying. The trailer ruined it. I don't think James Wan cut the fucking trailer, so I don't think it's fair to him. Yeah, it's not. It's that not fair should to be a maker. four. It had it was cool. It was slick. It was it was funny. Mm-hmm. It had some it had some new and original takes on kind of a you know trope that we're all familiar with. So it should be a four, but it's very hard for me to get out of the five world mm-hmm. for for what you guys are saying. So I'm going 3.5. And there was one little nugget. I don't know if it was a nod to the theme of the movie, but I noticed that all of the visual effects companies in the credits had the IT director listed in the credits, oh, which really? is something I'm not used to seeing. That's I was like, well, cool. that's pretty cool. I'm sure they deserve yeah, some credit for the amount of keeping them up and running. I didn't care about her coworkers in the lab. Like there's just, <laughs> there's very few, there's actually very few characters in this movie I cared about. Cause a little girl turned into such a monster when she wanted sure. Megan back. Jester lives that life. Like fucking too I'm close like, to home. I'm like, hopefully Megan kills all of these people. Like that would be fucking great. I mean, that's that right. That's what those role are, roles are. Is, yeah. All right. We need to write more ways. Comedic cannon fodder. And yeah. you need to know who they are. Yeah. That's it. Um, but I, I, it's, it's, if you are want to go see what Megan is, you're going to get it. So that's yeah. why I think yeah. it's there's no bait and switch. And I'm with Dottie. I think if you see it in a theater, I do not think this is going to hit as hard on home video. I think see it in a theater is a good idea. If you do watch it at home, have a lot of substances. I think that will enhance things. The biggest bummer I had is the scene where she drops down to her fucking when she's on force chasing that kid. Dude, <laughs> if we didn't see that in the trailer, that would have been fucking oh, terrifying. Yeah. yeah, but we saw it in the trailer. Yeah, so it wasn't. And she Look. never did it again. Spoiler alert. That was the best part of the movie, the woods. I, mean, I was I impressed. Hit by the that car. She pulls his. Fu- by the way, PG thirteen. She's ripping that fucking kid's ear off. <laughs> I was impressed, was impressed by the elasticity of his ear. Yeah, that just held on until she finally decided to say "fuck it" and tear it straight off. How great was it later with the cops? Like, oh, we found his ear. Fucking three hundred yards away. <laughs> that cop. <laughs> that cop was a he cartoon was character sitting there chomping on his gum. He's like, no, no, no. I was real happy. Whatever the the chick died at the at the trailer at the shed too. She was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> The neighborly. Yeah, she was absolutely (laughs) terrible. Uh, Jim, I got some good news for you. I can tell you're thirsty. Andy Schonard. There are so many fat chicks willing to have sex with us tonight. Slump buster after slump buster. That's not coming off the way that I wanted it to. I'm saying we were in a slump and we're busting that slump up. In a big way. That's right. We were out at the bar. It's a group slump bust. It's closing time. Fucking Semisonic's playing. There's a portly lady willing to go home with you. Hey, <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> the Ravens winning the Super Bowl or it's that scenario. <laughs> Jimmy, cut that and put it in a file. Oh, oh, it. oh my God. Oh, shit. That's uh, why every once in a while, like, Jim's dumb. But then I'm like, he does something like that. I'm like, his fucking comedic timing just, sometimes just is a it. 10. Yes. Oh. Oh. He's the ratio sons of hater boys. <laughs> uh, for Andy oh, Schoenard, please. Uh, Nino, if you don't mind. Hey there, boys. You lick your nasty doodads. <laughs> nice. Uh, they get Andy Schroeder to Bobby Double L and Enoch. Both. Oh. 
Right up to the line. Can I uh, right up to the line? Since since the mood's been killed, can yeah. I pile on? Um, uh, please. So I need to I need to start treating you two like a sponsor, um, as like you know an, an AA sponsor. Or something. Oh, huh? I need to call okay. you before I do dumb shit. Oh lord, like watch Black Adam. Oh yeah. yeah, did we talk about? We didn't talk about Black Adam on the no. show. No, dude. Um, I I I avoided it. Holy oh. fucking shit! Dude. You didn't like that first scene when he comes out of the mountain. I didn't like any of it. Um, I like that. Scene. It was fucking trash. It was absolute garbage. Yeah, it's not a good movie. Um, it, and the backstory, the complete lack of. I don't know about anything about the. Is it the Justice Division? Justice, Justice Society. Society. I don't fuck know you. I don't know fuck anything you. about them. But how do you introduce an entire stable of heroes and not tell you anything about them? That is intriguing. Yeah. It's it's quite a choice. You didn't like Bruce, Pierce Brosnan's Fate? Is Doctor Dude. Fate? Pierce Brosnan was in that. He must have been on set for a day and a half yeah, but, tops. But did, do you think he did a good job? Yeah, I mean, he's Pierce Brosnan. Like, he looks good. I, I like him. I he like seeing good. him in movies. Like, I want to bang Harley Quinn, but I don't like the Suicide Squad. Man, I don't even know if I want to bang Harley Quinn. <laughs> Get that pancake makeup all over you. <laughs> and the Joker's pissed at you, too. It's like, I don't want the Joker well, that's, pissed yeah, at you, me. That's a bad side effect, yeah. Fuck that. Um, yeah, it's it, a bad movie. It was fucking. Yeah, it was. It was. I just. I'm. I'm. I am happy that that door is being closed forever. Although poor Henry Cavill. Poor. Well, I don't think we talked about that on this show. But they let him. I had Sean O'Connell on who wrote, yeah. wrote a book about uh, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. By the way, he was fucking great. He's mm-hmm. he's awesome. Real good interview. All he does it has to do. He has to do two hours a week with BDK. Can you imagine? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Um, so mean. <laughs> I just bust the balls. I know. That the scene, the scene where he comes out of the mountain and he is killing everybody. Mm-hmm. I found that refreshing because the, the so many of these heroes are so magoo, and anything James Gunn makes is so much emotional porn. That is a dude, and is a dude in his forties that likes action movies and likes fucking. I don't know that part. I thought was great, and then. After that was over with, I'm like, well, you don't you don't have much else. Like, mm-hmm. if the movie would have ended right there, it's like, Black Adam's back. You just paid $10 <laughs> for fucking 30 minutes of movie. It's it's one of the ugliest movies I've seen in a long time. It mm-hmm. might be the ugliest movie since the Snyder Cut. I mean, it just, everything is, all bad. is, is dark, gray, brown. Like, mm. point, like, point a fucking light fixture on something. Like, show me light hitting a real object. Some color saturation Dude, might it, be nice. It, it just, it, it, it's, it's very frustrating. I don't know. Why'd you watch it? I, I was drunk. Oh, okay. It is sitting there. <laughs> there are so many movies in the universe. Yeah, but it's sitting there. That's true. I mean, I went to see and it. it's right there uh, on the home screen if I you am, fire I up the right through, streaming I'm like, service. All right, like, what did I miss in 2022? What do I, like, need to catch up on? And that was like, a, I'm too fucked up to watch The Fableman, so I'm going to watch this instead. I'm never watching The Fableman ever, so well, I would probably... It's a Spielberg movie. I know, but I don't even know what it is. It makes me upset just hearing you say the word. It's like a fictionalized <laughs> biography of Steven Spielberg. I'll kill myself before I see that movie. <laughs> oh It'll be, be very easy to do, too. It'll be like that's, fucking that's warm weird. knife through butter. Um, I wanted to see Black Adam just because of the spectacle and to be able to mm-hmm. talk about it. But yeah. I don't. I can't think of... Is there one DC movie since The no. Dark Knight that you would say, this is a really good movie? Fuck no. Not one, right? Or at least one that you could say that you enjoyed. I think it's possible in the theater until um, Doomsday showed up. I was going to say, until Martha, Batman v Superman. I think yeah. I like Batman v Superman. Yeah, I really do. I, I had fun with that in the theater, too. The, and then I revisited when, it, and I was like, oh, fuck. When dude, Affleck but. looks up and goes, you'll bleed. I, I think I like that a lot <laughs> when it happened. That is, if, if I had to choose one... Yeah. To live with forever, it would be that one. Batmobile in that one was cool. First two hours of that one. 
of the fucking four hours. The scene. Okay, here's where I'll fucking say. Here's where we're on to something. The scene where Batman at the end after the, he clears out that whole warehouse is some of the best Batman action I think I've ever seen. We were robbed of. Well, we weren't robbed. Ben Affleck said, "No fucking way, I'm out." And why wouldn't we? Would yeah. have gotten an Affleck directed with Deathstroke. Did you see yes. the test footage of yeah, Deathstroke? Yeah, Joe Mana Mana Man Mana Gigi. Gigi. And then yeah, he shows yeah. up. He's sixty years old and fucking the JLA cut. Looks like shit. Been eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> Motherfucker's just, been up I'm, here eating like he's in the, the, the fortress. I'm, I'm glad it's going away forever. I do, I do like the real life, you know, the real life uh, wrestling feud continuing of of the Rock gets dumped by Gunn, but he keeps John Cena around. I mean, that's hmm. you know, that is pretty just wild. interesting. Just watching those those two guys, just like when you know the Rock uh, exits Fast and Furious, and so they bring Cena in like as a total fuck. Hey, how you I doing? Mean, that's I, I I do like seeing that continue in Hollywood. As awful as it is, are. weird too though. Don't you think The Rock would kill for something that was Peacemaker ended up being something that critics liked, that yeah. the audience it liked, was popular was the last and time respected. The critics liked a, a product with The Rock. I mean, the uh, uh, what is the TV show he was in? The one where he's an agent. Ballers. Ballers. Yeah. Who watched that? I, I mean, people watched well, it. People many liked people it. did. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but I mean, people liked that you know, show. You didn't watch it. Of course he did. He plays football. He thinks he's The Rock. It is weird to see someone as charismatic and that when I see him, I'm like, oh, The Rock. You're like, I'm always excited to see him. And successful. But then everything he does that isn't in a wrestling ring, I just, I have no interest it's in that. Dude, I, I don't think The Rock is much different from Ryan Reynolds nowadays. And I'm saying that as well, a huge fan of The Rock. Handsome ripped in, guys I beat off to. But like, it's like, it's like <laughs> you're, you're not interested in performing. You're not interested in creating something. You're just a brand and you are trying to market your brand Every which way. Well, which I mean, it, it, dude, dude is going to have more money. Dude has more money than God and always will for the mm -hmm. rest of his life. His fucking great grandkids will never have to work. And like he was a, a pro wrestler. Like I, I respect it. It's cool that wrestlers are able to do this now. But at well, a certain some point, wrestlers are able to yeah, do it. Some wrestlers yeah. that, that, that is like that, that. That is happening. He can in, always you know, go home. If he went back today, he'd be wrestling Roman Reigns. And it'd be fucking cool. And he'd like, give him his first like loss. That. I'm I'm saying this as someone who who admires him, and I I like, I like enough movies with him in it, but it's just become this this brand. Like he's not making movies; he's making commercials for himself. You know, who he is now. He's Conor McGregor. Is who he is. That's like good, one of the most famous people too. on the earth, making as much money as you can possibly make. Would you rather be Conor McGregor or Towns Van Zandt? Like I don't know. Towns Van. Well, like, you talk about the people that list Towns Van Zandt as an influence. It's Willie Nelson. It's, mm -hmm. it's every it's every songwriter you've ever heard. But if you walk into a bar and say who's Towns Van Zandt, nobody knows, oh. and every single right. person in the bar knows who The Rock and Conor McGregor are. Yeah. So it's what you value more, and you get bought more. You get bought more shots, and you get more hot chicks. Yeah. If you're fucking the Rock and Conor McGregor, and I'm, I'm not even at really the same like, time. At the same time, I, I don't even mean to sound. <laughs> like I wish I'm I was like the hot chicken between those two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not even like a criticism. It's just like it's an observation of like, well, this is like why I'm less interested in what he does now. He's an than, enigma. Than he really is. But I, I like his passion, and I like the fact that he made that. He shot his shot, and he made a power play to take over the whole fucking universe, and he had it. For a split second, he fucking had it. Henry Cavill went on his Instagram and said, "I'm back. I'm Superman. I can't wait to show you what happened next." And James Gunn fucked him. And by the way, James Gunn, you go ahead and laud him. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's making soap operas under the guise of goddamn uh, superhero movies, and I think they all stink. I haven't liked the last three of the ones that he's done. So maybe he's he he knows more about superheroes and popular culture. He's gonna lift it all out of the mire. But I would bet on DC continuing to struggle even with him at the helm. I mean, but they've always said right, like DC needs a Feige, 
and James okay. Gunn is now that individual. But if you walk into a room and you say Henry Cavill playing Superman nerds to that, I don't I don't trust your decision making process. Mm. Yeah. So I think regardless of quality of of decision making, like they haven't had necessarily somebody who had that that commanding presence to be the one who steered the ship. Now the right. tr- trouble is, as mentioned earlier in the week, it, it that ship is kind of already going off in multiple different directions because you've got all of these weird properties that are sort of connected to characters that are the core of the DC cinematic universe. You've got this Joker over here and this Batman over here and this other thing over here. And if they don't come together and if you try to bring them all together, it's going to be awkward and weird without retconning everything. And it's just sort of they might that horse might already be out of the barn as far as unless they do like a complete continuity reboot. Didn't they announce that like they're going to keep letting Matt Reeves do his thing with the Batman? Yeah, well, they should. But what about this, Goat? If someone came to you and said, look, um, I mean, DC could just continue making movies all over the place. Like Shazam's over here, Flash. They could do that. They yeah, found success. Exactly. Oh Dude, there's a new Shazam movie coming uh, but, out but, like next month. Let me make the, let me make the point. Sorry. Aqu- Aquaman, Trigger. big hit. Shazam, Trigger. big hit. But what if everything you did was a commercial for the next thing you did? Like, no one should care about Ant-Man quantum mania. Nobody. Right. It's horrible but they have kang in the movie the entire next wave of what they're doing is being launched right by ant-man quantum mania so that movie's going to make a billion dollars it's a you can't miss this you have to see this or else you know you can't miss this big super event that's coming up it's going to shape the entire direction of the marvel cinematic universe they they're treating it like comic books right and I mean, that's ultimately, if you're making comic book movies, treating them like the way comic books used to. The end panel of 80% of every Marvel comic from the, you know, from the dawn of Marvel comics through to whenever is next month. You'll see what happens after this panel. Right. And you, you can't like, well, do I miss that? I can't miss that. Like, I got to come around for that. Or it's like, well, you'll miss the origin story of the most important villain that's ever come up. And you're like, well, I can't miss that. So there's that hook. It's not quite the full on cliffhanger. But there's just that breadcrumb at the end. Now, the flip side of that is a lot of waiting for that breadcrumb as opposed to enjoying what's in front of you in well, the Well, I think that's why now. we've all and fallen out of love with yeah. those movies. Yeah, that's why like, I, hate, I hate that. Like, what you just described, it, I'm, like, I, and I, I didn't really grow up reading comic books the way that you guys did, but w- what you described in movies, I fucking hate that. Because then, like, we, we have completely lost our way and like what movies are supposed to be. And like, yeah, that can sound like pompous or whatever, but like, like if you're just making this to make this and then that, like there's no merit behind what you're doing. Or you're just making fucking fart rock. That's going to be on the top 40. I, but fart, yeah. just making Papa Hell songs. yeah. Fart rock. Fart rock exists nonstop and it has for a hundred years. And I still find a hundred bands. I like, see, Dottie, yeah. I would agree with what Dotsy saying seven or eight years ago, but now You've got all these crazy batshit movies that we're all talking about that find an audience in the movie theater yeah. still. Like, like, and also the the superhero movies have taken a step back. Like Doctor Strange, Black Widow, all these fucking movies didn't do what everybody thought they were going to do. If I were you, I'd be mad about Avatar. I would be mad that Avatar can take 15 years off, release another shitty movie, and it will again be the biggest thing that's ever happened in the history of this medium. Like that to me is worth more scorn stepping out of this and not going to see these piles of shit what, what this fuck what dc is they're the cowboys at the end of the season the cowboys <laughs> look at their roster and they say holy shit we have the most talented roster in the league and here we sit all broken hearted we came to shit and only farted <laughs> while they're looking at ant-man quad we have batman and superman and we can't beat ant-man 
If you can't be that man, get out. <laughs> at what? Life. Anything. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it must yeah, be like man. just sitting there at the end of it, being like, "How the fuck is that? How yeah. is George? It's Biff looking at George McFly landing fucking Marty's mom. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> Somebody had to travel back through time." McFly! (laughs) (laughs) Full circle. We can can be happy. We can talk about uh, uh, Liberty Balance. Man, I can't wait. Uh, Before we do that, Jimmy's going to talk about singing into a bush light. (laughs) Can't wait for that shit. (laughs) Mr. Sean O'Malley. We were just talking about him just a minute ago. Mr. Sean O'Malley, thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight. Thank you so much for the very generous donation on ChadDukesShow.com. You keep the internet on here. Oh, boy. And the boys paid here in the Fortress of Solid Dudes. Also, we got to pay for all these expensive Greaseman appearances that we get from the Fortress <laughs> yeah. Film Society. Hey, Blue Dumb Blender, Blue Dumb Blender, Hate Air Boy. It's got to be my favorite. The good ship Grease Hate Air Boy. It's got to be by my the favorite. Pay by the line or the hour? <laughs> <laughs> I pay by the martini. Bone dry, smiling. It sounds like the good ship Grease starting up. It's fucking revolting. Oh, my God. I always like that that Jester, Nazi that has was, to recoil and take his headphones off. That was the worst All right. fucking one Call I've it. ever heard. Call what? Call it. Oh, no. Bean. Bean. Wow. <laughs> you bastard. Do you hear all that peer pressure from the audience? I've never done that before. <laughs> it's a feeling of power. <laughs> I didn't know I had privileges well, to do that. The audience knew what I was asking you for before you did, Nazi. Well, that's why I froze up. I've never had the privilege to do that. I didn't know that was on the table for me. If it's so gross that it makes you ill... A bean must be oh, taken. Oh, dude, I'm doing this all the time. Well, no. I, just, I did not Don't know Don't abuse that... the power, Pierre right. Parker. Yes? I'm not happy. What is it? Well, it's, in uh, general. But... Could, would you get a text from your wife? It could... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it could be birthday cake. Oh, that sounds delicious. Oh. Or it could be dirty dishwasher. Oh, no. that's the worst. Oh, yeah. That's the worst yep. one. God, I, can still, I, have, I can still remember what dirty dishwater felt like to work through. <laughs> it works around them cavities. Pieces come out left and right. Just hangs out. This is your fault. Down the hatch. It's well, not it my fault. Te- technically, technically, you got the thumbs down from Commodus. Oh fuck yeah! Get out of here! Damn it! All right. See, this God is why. This is why I can't do it. This is why I can't do it because it works out for me. That's a rare one too. Getting birthday cakes is a tough fuckers. one to get. It's good. It's, oh, damn. <laughs> it was almost gross that he said that. It was yeah. almost worthy of another bean, but. Almost. Oh, right uh, like again, right Kevin's up to the ruthless. line. Kevin Smith is ruthless. <laughs> he wants everybody taking beans. I used to have to edit Dane's weird guttural throat hey! sounds and, and put those at the end of episode. Which by the way, one of my favorite bits ever. What are y'all it's, talking about? It, bitch, if you want me, you can find me in the Hold on, I'm gonna puke in the motherfucker. But Jester belching into the mic is yeah, grosser yeah, yeah. than any of those clips I ever got acid reflux. <laughs> Listen to his stomach acid and interact with my esophagus <laughs> while we're doing the show. Oh. Oh. I deserve more money. <laughs> Jesus. I love Dane. You know Dane lives in New Mexico? Man, look at all these javelinas. Oh. <laughs> I'm out here at Roswell and shit. Does he have four boys? He has four boys, right? Three boys, one, one daughter. Was there one? Did they have one, the daughter? One daughter, yeah. I couldn't remember if the fourth was the daughter. Good for yeah. him. <laughs> I'm happy for him. Yeah, we love Dan. Got the fuck out of Northern Virginia. I just didn't like when he goes, oh, yeah, oh, that at the end of the show. Although it did, like you said, it provided one hell of a was, yeah, one hell of an edit. I was thinking about it the other day, You can find me in the... 
That was like the that highlight of my week. That was great. <laughs> and, by, and you never were disappointed. There was always a disgusting sound. I got to go. But I don't even know if that laptop turns on anymore, but I've got to still you have find all those, of those individually. Oh, I would laugh for days if we could play those on the show. Please see if you can find those. Will you do that? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll see if it plugs in. See if you can find those. Man, that is fucking great. Um, I can't even remember why, but uh, at some point during the middle of the week, I uh, screamed at these guys, as I often do, and say, we have to watch this movie, and you guys are capitulating. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Man Who Shot Liberty Valens, I was reading a list of Westerns, and it said, and it was number one okay, on the list. It was above Unforgiven, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, whatever you think the best Western of all time is. Um, 1962, it was two hours and two minutes, 94% from the critics, 92% from the audience, um, and it stars John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart, who live on very different ends of the spectrum. John Ford directed this, as he often did for John Wayne. Um, It's in black and white, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's a movie where it starts in the future, and then it flashes back, and it kind of lets you know what led up to this scene in the first 10 to 15 minutes. I got to start by saying this. Jimmy Stewart playing a senator wearing a big hat (laughs) is my favorite thing of all time. Like I would put it right up with Robert Shaw playing Quint. Like That's where I would stick him. Now, I'm going to need to watch the movie a bunch more times, but... I was so enamored with him, like kind of being a big wig coming back to town and uh, cavorting with the the local newspaper and all that. I was so taken by that that when it flashed back to his younger days, I was very disappointed um, at first when I watched this movie. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was just at first. Uh, so th- to give people who haven't watched, first of all, watch this movie. I, where did you guys, I, I don't even, where did you see it? Do you guys remember? It, it's, it's, for, on, it's on it's Prime right Paramount now. Plus. It's free. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. a bunch of places. I caught it on Prime. I, I don't even know. I might have caught it on like Tubi or something. Like it's on like eight different places. Yeah, it's for free. it's very very accessible. Um, Jimmy Stewart is a senator that comes back to a town where he kind of made his bones, and he is burying a friend, and that friend turns out to be John Wayne. And what it does is it tells the story of how Jimmy Stewart became a senator, but it's due to the fact that he got uh, waylaid in this small town and had to stay there and bust dishes because uh, he got all fucked up and yeah. had to pay off his debt. And I thought when we when I say woke, I think people have a connotation. This movie argued from about eight different points of view masterfully. And, yeah. and I found myself agreeing with different thoughts. It was so much more nuanced than so many movies I've seen in the past five or six years that I could. And it, there's race in it. There's there's sex. There's all the hard stuff that we can't do anymore without mm-hmm. everyone wanting to kill each other. They tackle in this fucking movie gun rights, um, you know, education. Yeah. And I felt like they there wasn't a we feel this way, so we're going to shit on this point for the rest of this movie because that's the way we make movies now. They did none of that, and they did it expertly, and you get to see Jimmy Stewart punch John Wayne in the mouth oh my and God, knock dude. him on the floor. <laughs> And I, my jaw hit the. F- I don't know how I've never seen it go. I sent you guys that picture. That's that freeze frame that you sent. D- did you sit and like go frame by frame to get no, the no, perfect no, that one, or was, was that just, just miraculous? It's like, just on the internet. I rewound it three okay. times when he did it because I I thought John Wayne was going to get up and whoop his ass because he's supposed to be the heavy and he didn't. He just like, let nope. it lie. And I was like, God damn, that was a powerful fucking. It's so scene. striking the first time you see it because I can't I can't name another movie where that happens. And he just lets him walk away. Yeah. 
And he's, and he's he's embarrassing him. He's showing him, oh, you don't know how to use a gun? Well, I'll show you how to use a gun. And then he just gets decked in the face. And he's probably the biggest aggro, you know, archetype of yeah. masculinity of the time. And that was... Yeah. And under, in the movie. Like, really? I mean, at least as far as... He dumped paint all over him yeah. and embarrassed him. I'm like, the respect he showed him in that scene by not getting up and just demolishing him. And then when he burns down the house at the end, it oh just... Oh, my God. John Wayne doesn't ever really show a lot of depth. I've watched a lot of John Wayne movies. It's him whooping ass pretty much from tape to tape. And that wasn't this movie. Um, I really, really like this film. I yeah, really thought it was good. There's a, another movie I, I often go back to uh, with John Wayne, uh, Donovan's Reef. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. I have not. Um, he owns a bar in, uh, I believe, Hawaii. When? It's, when uh, mid-60s, late-60s. Does John Wayne own a tiki bar? I believe, yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah, off. you got it. You got to check it out. I'll like, be up till two tonight. Um, it's it's a <laughs> winner. Oh, he's wearing a captain's hat. Get the, the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got a new oh, favorite it's, movie, boys. It's also, it's another John Ford movie. Okay. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's in the wheelhouse. I would like to. I would like to say. Play yes. that at my funeral, please. <laughs> <laughs> I know you'll be there. But um, Caesar Romero's in it. Yes. <laughs> oh, hey, fuck. Somebody yeah. say it. Caesar Romero. <laughs> um, so there's there's a lot to love about Donovan's Reef. Uh, there's a lot to love about the man who shot Liberty Valance. Mm. And I think one of the things that's that's struck me right before the movie even started, when you watch the cast go by, and you get to that third slide of cast members where. In the early 60s, that was the people who'd been in an episode of television right. or who had shown up on the set three weeks ago or whatever. And you've got names like Lee Van Cleef and you've Dude. got names like Struther Martin and He's Carradine. The and, and they're all just this murderer's row yeah. on the also featuring slide of the opening credits. And if you've watched enough old timey stuff the way I have, no. you're in. You have right. That's true. <laughs> but you're in for a treat. Like yeah. there are a lot of, there's a lot of top tier talent, and not just the stars in this movie. By the and way, do you need to check your DVR for Columbo before we go? Any again, I, 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 <laughs> I forgot Columbo about that. <laughs> is available on Peacock. Okay. Perry Mason. Perry Mason. Is what's DVR. Right. God, Let me fuck get everything it together. Up. Lee Marvin <laughs> is such an awesome twat oh. in this movie. He's such a dick. And the fact that you don't know who Liberty Valance is really until, I don't know. I mean, I know he's pistol whipping fucking But like until he Jimmy gets into Stewart. town and they're like, wait a minute, yeah. that guy. Oh, that's Liberty Valance. Yeah. yeah. He is a fucking vengeful C word as uh, I believe. Uh, <laughs> who said that? Bricktop said that in uh, Snatch. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I it's tough for me to to keep it in my pants about this movie. I love Jimmy Stewart. I really I really have a great affinity for John Wayne movies, and I, I like Lee Marvin a lot. The guy that is the voice of the fucking Friar Talk and Robin Hood, <laughs> Andy Devine. Andy Devine yeah. is a big fat marshal in this movie that all he does is order steaks and pancakes. Oh, the whole fucking time. How about those steaks, by the way? I want to go to that restaurant so fucking and bad. They, and they're giving you whole potatoes. They're like, they're like they just order. They're just delivering plates full of steaks. And the part where they're throwing the steaks on the ground, I like, pick it up. I want him to pick it up. Somebody pick it up. Yeah, eat the steak. <laughs> this is so unfortunate. Oh, that restaurant. I want to go there. And then the cantina. They're mad about the cantina. Oh, I could have lived in that cantina until my there. liver failed. Yeah, that I was there so bad. Oh. Um, I liked everything about this fucking movie. And and Jimmy Stewart 
is such a weird dude because he's so over the top and cartoonish at times in this movie that I think if it was another actor, he'd be off-putting. I'd be like, you're True. overacting. Yeah. But he's just so goddamn charismatic. He's Jimmy Stewarting it up to a, to a very high degree in some of the spots, for it's, sure. It's wild. This movie happened so much after It's a Wonderful Life, and I almost feel like this is going to sound like it's I'm, I'm hitting I feel like he's a better actor in It's a Wonderful Life than he is in this film where he's 25 <laughs> years older. Um <laughs> But it, it, it worked because it was him. It worked. Uh, and he has chemistry. Like, those two guys were two monster stars. And when they get together on screen, a lot of the times you can see that they don't work. Like, I felt like they had chemistry. Um, I liked their characters. The fact that they were feuding over the same uh, woman and it went the way that it did. The scene at the end where he shoots Lee Marvin, like, I kind of knew what was going to happen. But that is such a great scene where... Yeah. He shoots out the barrel, then he goes, I'm going to shoot you in the head. And he raises the pistol and, and goes down. And it, it was just so expertly shot. Like, the tension, if you're in the theater back then in the 60s trying oh. to figure that whole thing out, must have been unbelievable. Um, I mean, John Ford is one of the best to ever do it. Yeah, he really is. And, Absolutely. You know, and actually, I, I was just looking at Andy Devine's catalog as well. Divine. Like he, Divine. He's in, he's in Stagecoach. Like he's yeah, done yeah, yeah. He's in a lot, a of, lot of John Ford work as well. And... Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like everything is so meticulous and and measured in in these in these movies, but in this one in particular. And and I mean, I came into this because I like a couple years ago I watched Unforgiven, or I rewatched Unforgiven, and I I also sent like a friend. I was like, hey, you haven't seen this, you need to watch this. And obviously, he loved it, right? Yeah. And he was like, what? Best, thank he, you, by like, the way. He's like, what are? He's like, what? Are, yeah. <laughs> it was loud goat. Don't tell Dukes. I don't want him to know I have never seen this movie. But he's, yes. he's like, what? What are other movies like this? And I like listed a couple, but then I'm like, well, let me just like run. I'm like, what are? What do people consider like best westerns ever made? And like, this was on like another list that I had found. Where I'm like, wait a second, like I haven't seen this. What the fuck? And. It, it really is up there with, I think, some of the best of the era. Like, it, it's right before, like, the Spaghetti Westerns hit. Yeah. It's also late era Jimmy Stewart. It's after Rear Window and Vertigo, which I think Vertigo is, is probably his best role. His Vertigo best is fantastic. Yeah. Um, ad, incredible movie. Also, best Hitchcock. But that's a, I can't a say show. anything other than It's a Wonderful Life is his best role, but he's fantastic. And Rope, uh, he's great in fucking. Yeah. Fucking Dottie, awesome. I got to say, Dotsie's turned me on to fucking Rope. And that's I'm a, so glad. It's a great fucking movie. Yeah. People should watch that movie. It, it, it could be a play. And it's weird because I thought this almost felt like it could be a play as well. Because, For sure. Yeah. You know, it was only in a few different scenes. Um, I, I knew I was going to like it. I didn't know. I didn't know I'd like it as much as I did. Um, and I think that back then with those two stars, it would be tough to live up to that hype. And they did. Um, what uh, Did you watch this one, Jester? I did. I watched it. Even uh, though it was black and white? Even though it was did black it and white. Puke? My, <laughs> my dad is a big Westerns guy. Okay. He's Western. watched. I'm sorry. He he's watched this stuff my whole entire life growing up, but I this was my rebellion against him that I never paid attention. Oh. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's I know. Bummer. I'm like things that, things that kids do. I know. I'm super familiar with McClintock, but that's about the only one that I can recall okay. as a child really. You ever watching. saw Rio Bravo? I don't know. I see I've seen the cover Elder. of it and it just doesn't oh, it's a look great fucking yeah. movie. Which one? Sounds like Katie Elder is a great fucking movie. Oh. How, have you seen Four Brothers with Mark Wahlberg? Yes. Same movie. <laughs> I thought of so. course, because it's in the ghetto and it's fucking uh, Jim. Jester, that's a reinterpretation of the Sons of Katie Elder with John Wayne. Okay. Same also, you guys, have you guys seen El Dorado? Watch that tonight. No. Watch that tonight, please. Do you have that on the shop sometimes? James Caan is 22 in that fucking movie. <laughs> and it's not a, it is not an enlightened movie, but it is a shitload of fun. Great fun movie. 
Sorry, go ahead, Jimmy. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. It was it was it was really a lot of fun. I would have liked to have played. This might be a, a, a stupid comment by me as normal, but I would have liked to have played a drinking game every time John Wayne says Pilgrim. Yeah, well, I mean that is a catchphrase. Is that, that his movie. thing for all the movies? No, not all. Oh, okay. Not no, all. and it's one of those things that it became a stock. Whenever anybody did a John Wayne impression, uh, they yeah. definitely said, "All right, Pilgrim." And it's, it's like, like, but a, in it's this a Family Guy bit, like, but yeah, but in this movie, and it worked. The guy was, was a pilgrim. He was a yeah. pilgrim, yeah. and he was trying to, you know, take a pilgrim trying to take the word to the unwashed. That's basically what he was trying. To do uh, so, that took you out of it. Is that what you're saying? No, it didn't take me out of it. I, I actually I had a lot of fun with it. Like they both, John Wayne and they both have such um, uh, very chemistry. Not chemistry, but their their voices. They're very presence pre- distinct. Okay, and presence distinct feels like good. a good word. Yes. Yeah. A lot of words being offered up here. I know. I'm so sorry. I uh, crabs. <laughs> they both have such Domino sugar. Oh yes, yes. Joe Flacco. Such beaties. <laughs> um, Kyle Bowler. <laughs> Cadre Ishmael. Is that the word? Distinct, distinct voices that I, sure. I, I really had a good time listening to and watching the whole film. It is weird, though, if, you, if you're if you not exposed to a lot of like, both those guys. People have been doing impressions of those two guys' voices yeah. for 60 years. Yeah. So it's it's difficult if you just get kind of plopped into it. You kind of It's like whenever I hear George Bush, I think of Dana Carvey doing George Bush. Mm-hmm. Like, I just <laughs> yeah. always think of that. Yeah. So. It's tough to separate that when it becomes that becomes almost the, the one that everybody kind of has in yeah. their brain and then you see that it's you know it's almost like the misquoted movie lines sure you know it's like the luke i am your father it's like well he never actually said that but that's what we've all you're gonna need a bigger boat right it's yeah. like well all right fine but you know th- get it right you go to the source you kind of get that enlightenment which is a side benefit of watching some of these old movies too it's interesting also about this movie that not a lot actually happens and it's still so dramatic like when you when you watch fucking i hate i hate to keep saying this the last jedi um, <laughs> like they're riding horses through some silver city, yeah. like condemning fucking capitalism. I'm like, yeah. one guy gets jumped. He's po- he's got to work his way out of it. He starts teaching classes, and there's an asshole that jumped him. And and well, and what's the timeline? I I, yeah. I that was the how one thing. I, that's the one thing I didn't quite get a complete handle on is how long the events of the movie took place, or what sort of time span we were we were through. But it did not seem like. A very lengthy spot because he was still living on the couch in the in the kitchen at that restaurant. Still and he working was, it off. Yeah, yeah, he was still. He, he, I think it might have been like a couple of weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. tops, which is wild. And the fact that John Wayne, like, he didn't seem like the type of guy that if he wanted someone to be his chick, he'd just be like, "All right, you can go with that guy because you like him more." He didn't seem like that type of guy. <laughs> so the base level of respect for him actually walking out into the street to face Liberty Valance along with going on with when he comes when he comes in that scene where he comes back and Jimmy Stewart's trying to teach these people to, to read and write. Yeah. Like, it's noble, but they also respect the fact that John Wayne's saying, you're all going to get fucking killed. Like, there was a baseline of respect for living in the world the way that it was then mm-hmm. and not sacrificing it. We need to teach a bigger, broader message. It's like, I thought there was a lot of respect given from all the points of view, which, um, especially with modern-day context, I really did appreciate. Um I'm not going to give it a five because, again, I think that's I've, rare, rare air. I have four yeah. fives, but it, 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 I have four four five movies. I think in in my life, uh, it's a four five. It's it's tremendous. Um, I'll watch it again many times. 
Um, my wife liked it. I liked it. Uh, I love the, the messages in it. I thought it was it's, it felt like it was ahead of its time. The shootouts, it's like watching Obi-Wan fight Darth Vader. There's no flips. Remember when people talk about wrestling yeah. and they're like, everybody's getting all flippy? Hulk Hogan see that. and Andre the Giant just slapping each other in their fat bellies for fucking like 20 minutes. It, it invoked <laughs> as much fucking drama as the Young Bucks slipping for 20 minutes. So what you're saying is the next time there's a New Japan show, you'll come over and no, have- no I'm not, I want to make sure that I'm not saying that. But, but like the gunfights in this movie were were nothing compared to when you watch you know 310 the Yuma like and the remakes. rapid fire going well, on. and and it wasn't also the stereotypical showdown in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. There were elements of it, but it did enough different. Uh, oh, by the way. Real respect to the uh, the shot in the arm blood effect. Oh, that was unbelievable! Uh, I when he goes walking back inside. It looks like he's got a fucking zombie. Yeah, arm. and when he, and even just when he took the bullet in the arm yeah. in that in that showdown, I was impressed by how well that worked out. Yeah, um, from a thing. But I'm I sorry, I did not mean no, to no, it's interrupt fine. your flow. Lots of reasons to like this movie. It's a it's a four or five, and I actually am a little embarrassed. I never. Watch it to completion that I remembered soberly until now. I definitely saw this. I guess uh, in the periphery when I was sure. a kid, um, because again, my folks loved Western movies, and this is one that they referred to and made references to the characters and you know lines and stuff like that as as life had gone on. So I kind of felt like I'd seen it, but I'd never seen it as an adult. I'd never sat down and just watched it from tape to tape, and it was such a rewarding experience. Um, beyond the cast, um, I do think uh, was it uh, Mr. Peabody, mm-hmm. the gentleman who owns the the Shinbone Star. What a great name for the, a the, fucking paper. The owner, founder, publisher, awesome. and editor, and he also sweeps up the place. Uh, that that whole, his monologues to himself yeah. or to other people, they were so tremendous. And it was weird because I'm looking at him going like, like, Mark Hamill could do like a one-man show of this performance and just be like, it would be, I'd show up to see that. Just These, these monologues were so great and he had so many great lines and that character alone was worth checking out this movie and he's you know the third tier of importance yeah. in the movie and just every performance turned in is fantastic every everything that happens happens for a reason and like that school scene that schoolroom scene is just Crazy. so great where they it just reveal amazing. so much about the people in the town and you you're invested from start to finish and that's that's not something you can always say about any movie, no matter how how long it is, no matter how old it is, it, I think that alone is a huge credit. It's easily a four and a half for me. I think it's easy. The part also to to build on what you said, Goat, where he's desperate for a beer when they're having. The oh boat. my god! Yeah, and John Wayne finally says the bar's open, and everyone just goes fucking crazy. There's like beer's there's lot, not drinking. Yeah, there's <laughs> lots of levity in the movie too. So, and that the scene where he gets beaten to death is yeah. like it's pretty fucking gripping for. Because death back there is like, oh, you grab your fucking chest and ah, you fall over on it. It's, it's not, cartoonish. It's not, you know? it's not somebody's crony standing there going, he's dead. Yeah. It, well, that's exactly <laughs> what fucking happened. <laughs> that was rough. But Lee Van Cleef awesome. was good as the heavy oh, in yeah. that movie. By the way, in case you don't know who that is, the bad from the good, the yeah. bad, and the ugly yes. was just a crony. Also escape from movie. New York. Yeah. The master, master ninja, <laughs> master ninja theme song. Sorry, <laughs> we gotta do that eventually. We gotta do a screening of that. This movie's excellent. Um, I, I really do think it's some of the best of the best of the era, especially you know as westerns are starting to not in '62, not so much, but they start to fade out a oh, little yeah. bit in that decade, especially. And you know, we've already gotten like the Sergio Leone. Movies they've they've come around. He's already made his presence. We've seen a you different ever seen style. any of those Italian westerns? We've seen a different style 
of 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 this genre come around, right? And say when. Holy shit! I didn't know there was this much left in the bottle. <laughs> yeah, would you like some whiskey? I'll take some from I'm you. I'm sorry, Doc. No, I, 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 I did not mean pour. that. That to fucking like, happened. You need to ride home, dude. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I need to ride home. I need to fucking go to the emergency you need room. Need to ride to the parking lot. Yeah, thank you. you need to ride to AA. <laughs> All right, there you go, Jimmy. All right, there's a nice fucking. That's still a bit much. All right, good luck, Jimmy. Hey, Mikey. Come on, give me a big lickery kiss like a woman. Yeah, this movie rules. And what's, what's even cool is you can find stuff online of like what Akira Kurosawa has to say about it because he, that's he like cool. he lists John Ford as like his biggest influence. And, like, I can like, see his that. His yeah. greatest director ever, and then. You know, then Kurosawa started making the samurai movies that then influenced the next chapter of mm-hmm. Western movies. But then he still, even as he moved past samurai stuff into like more of his like crime drama or just like like whatever he's doing, his epics, he still has great things to say about this when he's already become like one of the biggest in the world. And it's, it, I don't know, I love that. Like I love watching like the generational influence and like what these like true like greats have to say about each other, like kind of both before and after when they are like. The top, of and then the top. Tarantino being influenced by both of those fucking yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, man, it's it's yeah. awesome. It's awesome. And and I mean, that's one of the things that we appreciated about Night of the Hunter. Like as the movie yeah. itself, it was what it was, but for the historic significance that yeah. it had, it, it, that's always a fascinating subtext when you go back to watch a movie that's been so point. revered for so long. Isn't it fucking rewarding to go back and watch a movie because it's so often where you're like, this movie's influential and everyone's told me to watch this and you go back and watch it. It cannot hit. Yeah. Rosebud. I don't give a fuck about Citizen Kane because I just it, it, I missed, it missed me. But to go back and watch a movie like this where it's like, oh, I can see where this influenced X, Y, and Z. But then also, it's great. And Real Bravo is the same way. It's like, oh, this is a great fucking movie. Like, and I can see so much of it in other films, and it's still entertaining. Uh, it's the Mona Lisa, man. It's yeah. like, why the fuck are people still staring at the Mona Lisa so many years after it got painted? It's because not only was it influential and important, but it still resonates. Well, and this is really, it's, it's gripping, right? Like, you are really drawn in. There's a lot to relate to. There's not a lot to relate to in Citizen Kane. No. I mean, I think when you go back to it, it's, it's a technical... I thought you Marvel. liked it. Like, I, I like Citizen Kane okay. a lot. I love Citizen Kane, but but you're watching, if you want to enjoy it the most, I think you're watching that with a different lens than you are watching this, because like I said, this like is gripping. There are characters that you can relate to. There's conflict that you can relate to and, and root for, where that's hard in Citizen Kane. You're watching Citizen, or when I watch Citizen Kane, it's, it's like Orson Welles is doing shit that no one else had ever thought I get of. It. And like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Just like you're listening to, the sounds coming out of the first Black Sabbath album were like no one ever thought of doing that shit before. Now, and you admire it for that reason. And and his performance is good, even if his character is hard to relate gotcha. to. Now it's like, all right, hey, Dottie, come over. We're drinking t- tonight. Like, what do you want to watch? Liberty Valance or Citizen Kane? Oh. I'm like, this is what I want to watch. Right. You know. But people tell me that about Van Halen, and it just <laughs> it just missed me. Like, I I don't I listen yeah, to Van music's, Halen. Music's harder, I think, than movies too. It's it's, so, it's, it's, it's so way more personal. Yeah, it's, it's more personal. It's, You're it's right. So, and, and I I I think I stole that from you. Is calling like saying how personal it is compared to you steal from me. You're stealing twice to, to movies. But <laughs> yeah. well, I I always my theory with with you and Van Halen is that it's. It's that it, you're like five years out of the target window, like three or four years I'll out stop. of the target I window. I love Led Zeppelin. I mean, yeah, I know, but fucking... Led Zeppelin is like. Led Why does Led Zeppelin sound timeless to me, and Van Halen sounds like a Pepsi commercial? Because a lot of a lot of early Van Halen is very '80s, and Zeppelin has more of that roots in the blues. David Lee Roth and... also is a piece of shit, and well, fucking sure. 
Again, Led, Led, Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin were better songwriters, by the way. Just saying. Dude. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. That, but that's what, I'm, that's what, <laughs> what I mean. That's that why. ballad of a gigolo <laughs> fucking song? Go listen to that and try not to. Ponytails and Cocktails could have written that fucking song. No disrespect. Well, no, he didn't write that. That was. Whatever. That was he a song performed from the 30s. It, and it but, yeah. stinks. For he the record, stinks, I'm, and I I'm, fucking hate Van Halen. I'm also anti Van Halen, but I'm not going to pile on goat. Cool. Well, I'm not here to you defend. Love Van Halen? I really enjoy Van Halen. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. But I mean, <laughs> no, we no, had... a lot of people do. Yeah. I, I have these horrible conversations with Pete from Shining Solos. Got Van Halen tattoos. Well, right. I, I, Sammy I never made love to the air during a Van Halen. That's song. still the greatest yeah, rock story I've ever. Uh... And don't think I haven't thought about. <laughs> I need to go to a concert and wait for them to play fill in the blank so I can beat off and have sex with a song. When I, <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good fucking when, idea. When uh, I believe it was the the week that uh, Eddie Van Halen passed when I came over for all requests Saturday night at that oh point. Oh my and god. You, I was and, there too. Yeah, and I mean like, it was an epic night. You're like, like I hope nobody here likes Van Halen and I went it's like a we listened to about an hour we of Van did. Halen, you, I think. We made it as far. I respect the uh, stick to itiveness. Well, Jimmy better stick to it because John Page just oh. donated over here. John Ham Scammer coming through scamming hams. Are we uh, out of beers? Yeah, uh, beer Dotsies, you mind looking at oh. that fucking. Hold on, there might be one in here. Is there a regular 12 only, ounce? Only big dogs in here. There's not a 12 ounce guy? No, we're in. Oh, look, second shelf, second shelf. There's a bunch. Second oh, shelf. Oh, there you go. We got it. We got we it. We got him. Thank you. Thank you. Pull two out because like enjoy. Yeah, please enjoy. Everything's available. Enjoy yourself. Treat yourself. I haven't had a bush light in a while. Oh, I'm sure it's something that you're going to remember for the ages. I like bush. Like you, uh, no Jester sex in your violence bush. That was back in the 90s where the word T-H-I-N-G was pronounced T-H-A-N-G. Oh, yeah. The entire fucking the yaw. thing. <laughs> Everything I'd ever be this way forever. An A-W in it. Yeah. <laughs> Always T-H-A-N-G. Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, you know. It's quite all right there. <laughs> yeah. Hey there, boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very sultry. That's a Clinton hey there, boy. I think. <laughs> Clinton. John Page, John Page, Sean O'Malley, Andy Schoenert, Bobby Double L, and Enoch Boateng. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. I don't know if we scored this, but I, I also <laughs> oh, gave. Kevin's, <laughs> Kevin's voting for a bean. I'm gonna, <laughs> I got to kibosh that. Jimmy's been doing the Lord's work tonight. Uh, Liberty Valance, also a four and a half. For, oh, for four and a half? Yeah. That makes me so happy. I'm so glad we're all on the same page with that. Jimmy, what did, uh, what did you give it? I would give Liberty Valance. I'm going to give it a four. Uh, I had a you lot know, of all the issues with your your pops. No, no, no. It's fine. I don't have issues with my pops. Sounds <laughs> like you do. You have to go over there to weigh yourself. It was a phase. That's true. But this this is kind of the the double edged sword for me because I'm I'm depressed that I disrespected all of this you're growing de- up. You're depressed, all but right. But now I'm excited because I have another reason to go over their house. We can watch movies together. Ah, look at that. There's a silver lining to every cloud. I don't, I don't see it that way. You're not going to fucking do that. I don't see it way. that way. Ask me if I won't see you're, how the West was won with you, my You father. spend too much time over there. You're going to make your you dad explain that, that too one much? to you? Too much time over there. <laughs> you should be your own man. You're living in their house still. Damn it. You fucking... I bought that house from there. You're living in the house that you grew up in, right? You're weighing yourself on their scale. That's correct. Is all that true? You had to go over there to shower for months and months and months? For months and months and months. Jimmy... You gotta, and somewhere in your life, you gotta be your own man, right? Am I not? No! Not at home! Not here! Not at work! Where? That's a good point. You fucking shit! 
What had, do you guys uh, say? It's what a retort. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Stop going over there. Leave the state. Would Move your, somewhere. Would your dad have gone to see Megan with you if you asked? No, he's no, no. 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 Would your dad have run a batch to Megan if you would have asked? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dad. Uh, come on. Can't give a- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Jim, but that was too far. Was well, the the eyebrows raised? Like he was. And excited. also, he was all in. Like he want. I mean, he obviously watched his dad have sex yeah. before. Yeah. How many times did you watch your dad fuck your mom? None. How many times? None. Over under seven times. Disgusting. Goat's about to fucking run out of here. <laughs> How many times? <laughs> how many times your dad watch you fuck your mom? Oh my god! Oh, come on, Bean! Come on, what? Get the fuck out of here! That's horrible. No! <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to take a bean for that. You take yours first, fucko. I did. I got juicy pear or booger. Oh Jesus, yeah. titty. And I'm on the line. I hope you oh, get for I, fuck's sake. I hope you get either toothpaste. Or oh I hope you get God. the the one that's okay either way. But still, I, I've got the come. You come give me a reading on this. I've gotten the line three separate times. <laughs> What'd you get there, Jimmy? Is it a good one? It's a booger. Oh, 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 it looked like it was a good one. Maybe it's delicious. I'll, I'll let you be the fucking no, 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 no. Just give me a reading on where it is because I've already gotten the line three times. You're, you're orange. orange. Yeah, that's orange. Oh, tutti frutti or stinky sock? Yeah. yeah. Is Stinky Sock one of the ones where everybody suffers? Fuck. No, no, no. It's one where I suffer, though. All right, I got to find it, though, because I'm looking kind of lean. Jimmy, you all right? No! He's the booger is disgusting! <laughs> you seem like you're fine. All right, He's a it. lot of people's favorite character in Revenge of the Nerds. I got it. All right. This was for the... Which, which comment was this for? Why do I have to fucking do this? It was when you asked how many times his dad watched him... Fuck his mom. Yes. That was a that was a legit question. It was a stacked. It was a it was a stacked effect. He's spending too much time over there, coach. Look, man, well, the right. beans out of the box. Just get it in. The beans out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if I'm gonna do that, Jimmy needs to wash the rest down from Bobby Double L. Sounds right. good. Bobby Double L. Thank you so much, for Bobby Double L. Coming through twice tonight. I'll let, hold on. I'll let Nino do All his right. work, and then I'll pop the beans. Boy, I'd like to point out, Dawson's never taken one of these fucking beans. I've taken like eight of these. Because I'm not gross on the show. You're gross. <laughs> I do like that no matter what, we always try to smell them first. They don't smell like anything. Oh, God, please, Jesus. <laughs> fucking stinky sock is the worst one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> stinky sock is really bad. Yeah. Bitch, if you want me, you can find me in the... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Dude, break... No. What was that? I gotta get... (laughs) Get it. Take these. Yeah, you need to move them away. Oh, it's so fucking... That doesn't taste like sticky socks. You gotta tell Ripley you're okay, dude. She's I'm concerned. Sorry, baby. I'll fight. I'll fight, sweetheart. Yeah. Get your bag, please. She's Get very worried. <laughs> oh. oh. That's the worst one. Oh. Oh, it sticks around, Jib. Yeah, it does. I think for shits and giggles. Fuck that. There should be paper, rock, scissors between goat and Dottie. 
What the fuck? Why? Loser takes a beat. What the fuck? I'm cool with that. There's no reason for this. This is bullshit. Oh, it's so bad. There's no fluid that's helping. Did he not just say mustache? Dude, Enoch's been doing a show back there for like really? 30 fucking minutes, show? by the way. Oh. Did, you bring food? did you bring food tonight? Uh, no, he did not. All right, then go fuck yourself, dude. Stinky sock, by the way. <laughs> new, new, new MVP for the bean. Stinky sock yeah. is the worst one. Do we really have to do this? I mean, if, you, if we're doing a show. Paper, rock, scissors. Why not? It's 50-50 chance. Rochambeau. Rochambeau. By the way, three or do you one? call it paper, rock, scissors or rock, paper, scissors? I always said rock, paper, scissors. It's weird. It's, it's different it's, for it's every like you're strange. Ugh! God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ricky. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw her get up and move. We're doing one, one and done. It's I would think that if you Rochambeau and then whoever loses, you spin. So then you technically have a pretty good chance of either one of you having to do a bad one. Yeah, it's one, two, three, shoot. shoot. Okay. But, uh, that's... That is bad man Ugh. if mcdonald's tasted like that we'd all be fucking close <laughs> to it, i mean i think i think before they cook it it might taste like that we'd all be christian bale from the machinist what what are you doing what are you, what are you warming up warming you're trying up to get trying to get a, a trying to get a feel read? for it right, here we go here we go ready get the camera out there is the camera out there all right one two three shoot fuck yeah Really upset. You thought I was going to do rock because of The Simpsons, didn't you? Good old rock. <laughs> Nothing beats that. I might have. <laughs> Goat and I have been texting about you The Simpsons a lot. <laughs> Goat go just shimmied you. Now, you don't know what that means. Ah! That is exactly what he did. All right. <sighs> All the shimmying. <laughs> hey, maybe we got a good one. It's possible. It's, it's always a chance. All right. Yeah. Do, it, do, it, do it. Am I flicking it like Yeah, like just this? flick it. Big verbal nod to Bobby Double L, John Ray, Sean O'Malley, Andy Schoner, so, Bobby Double L, and Enoch. <sighs> pink one, pomegranate or old bandage? Oh, that's a oh, real man. bad one. That's a real bad one. <laughs> old bandage is bad. And somehow, also very accurate, Jimmy. Very, very like, accurate. Like, you get that, that, that you? gross... Uh, yeah. And he also has an old bandage on. Yeah, yeah. pop it in. All right. <laughs> See how it goes. If it's all bandage, you'll know immediately. Oh, that's pomegranate. God, go, go fuck Son yourself. Of Son of a biscuit. Oh, was that delicious. a me? God damn oh, it. so good. Son of a turkey. <laughs> what a murderous ending. What a that great night. Upsetting. <laughs> what a great night. <laughs> You son of a bitch. Was that your first bean? Uh-huh. Man. Fucking I'm, bitch. I'm I've had I'm one retiring. good bean this whole time. Retired. <laughs> I'm retired right, yeah, from beans it. forever. It, I'm good. I'm done. I beat it. I beat the system. <laughs> he's not going to finish the book, and he's going to have to take a bean. Oh, yeah. Anybody that doesn't finish the book has got to take a bean. Shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's, that's oh, jeez, fuck myself. I don't understand. God damn it, I should have kept my mouth shut. I should have kept my crib kitchen shut. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. All right. So what are the movies we're watching for the next episode? Oh, yeah. How the West was one. Yes. What else? We, we're not watching The Fish and Save Pittsburgh. Uh, I mean, you I did that say down. it, but... I watched it. I haven't watched it in many years. 
I'd love to watch the fish. I got, I got no problems yeah, with man. watching. Right, what was the third one? Food. There was a third one that we. Came there was over. a third one. There was something mentioned. I didn't write it down. Yeah, oh, that's a shame. Right, well, yeah, sometimes someone would think that a, yeah. a fucking producer would. Anybody in the audience remember the third movie? No. Anybody on the face? Oh, Donovan's Reef. No, that was what we were just going to watch. I was going to watch Donovan's Reef. I, I'm fine with that. No, there was definitely a third yeah. movie, wasn't there? Was there? There was. I, I'm I almost positive, yes. So my internet history. Ugh. God, I just keep getting the chunks of the shit. Uh, Saturday, please come out to the shop. Yes, please. indeed. Yes, yes please. please. God, Jesus Christ in heaven. <laughs> Take Je- a trip to the beach. Jester drove 700 boxes down from Rosedale. Please. They were that so is. big. They, so, oh, they were so big. Just like watching his dad's cock go right into oh, his all right, right, all right. So big. I didn't say where. No, that's true. I didn't that's say true. where it went. And it was parental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was between parents. I mean, where else was he going to be conceived? In the back of a Volkswagen. No. It's a quote from a movie. Yeah, I know. It's a very Maybe. uncomfortable place. Maybe. What movie? Don't say I know unless you know the movie, because you're going to get called on it. Spaceballs. That's right. Mm. Spaceballs. That's right. Back of a Volkswagen. All those Volkswagens and Spaceballs. It was a Mercedes. Kevin Smith and Mel Brooks. They get confused. There's not our Kevin Smith. <laughs> what, what is what is this face, Daddy? It's just he's pulling Spaceballs. Lines. Oh, like he's I, really proud that he's pulling Spaceballs. I thought you'd lines. found the other movie. You, we know, were gonna you understand that you can judge a person's intellect based on whether or not they confuse space balls with star wars i did that for many years as drab and oscar both confused space balls with star wars no they didn't know that it was a farcical send-up of star wars they just thought it was like like the fourth star wars movie i thought it was a step oh yeah that came back from the grave (laughs) dude it's so i wish you could just experience it I'll, i'll live vicariously through you thank you any luck dottie no, I got no. nothing. Hey, I, I honestly at... can't think if we we found a third. No, no, I thought you were looking at your uh, your history. Yeah, your I, mean, I I nothing? I don't see uh, an additional movie. Bobby Double L, John Page, Sean O'Malley, Andy Schoenard, Bobby Double again, and Enoch. Thank you so much for the donations tonight. You guys are the wind beneath my wings. Shoed Midler, that's what people call me. <laughs> did you ever know that you're my hero? I did. Okay, well that's good. As long as you know, <laughs> then we're done here. You're everything I would like to be. <laughs> this is not the way I thought this show would end. No. Thank you so much. <laughs> Jimmy, you're making up for last night big time. Thank you, bud. <laughs> Play us on out. Well, I think that it's... Should we keep talking? I, I mean, I could go on talking I'm for the rest of the night. Talking. I'm tired of talking, Dukes. I just want to go to an Irish loyalist apartment and get drunk. And then blow it up. <laughs> <laughs>